0: Buckle up, everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, show where three Rugby League tragics talk everything Rugby League on your way to or from work. I'm Graham. I'm Shane. I'm the chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. Yes, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's another episode of Carpool Rugby League, and you can probably hear it, fellas. There's an extra spring in the step. We've got footy tomorrow night. It's all kicking off. How exciting is this, Griffo? Huh?
1: Yeah, very, very exciting. In fact, I'm happy, happy, happy. Happy.
0: <laughs> well, that could be the word of the day. We might have some
1: uh some I hope happy- I'm happy tomorrow night, by the way. Yeah, well, you know,
0: we might... <laughs> There might be some factors that come up in Shano's tidbits or even the team news that might impact oh, how happy you feeling. That, I
2: reckon we leave that discussion for the team news, but we all I think everyone in rugby league land knows who's out for a few weeks.
0: Yeah, but uh, there's obviously uh, heaps of news that we need everyone to catch up on, Shano. So I'm going to throw it to you, mate. We'll hit up Shano's tidbits. You
3: need a Shano's tidbits.
2: Yes, Uh Hello everyone, and, and happy rugby league week. Um, look, as part of our tipping comp, and we can make it part of the global carpool tipping comp. We we talk about the first coach sacked. Um, it's quite a popular segment in the tipping comp year on year, and Trent Barrett was forming uh, as one of the front, as probably the front runner, but Michael Maguire has flashed home late. Um, basically, he's lost one of his key allies at the Tigers, Scott Woodward. Now, he was the recruit... Woodward. Woodward. Yeah. Woodward. Uh, Woodward. How much Woodward or Woodward, Woodward Um <laughs> He's lost his... Uh, he's lost his... He's lost his wood. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost his wood. He's down a wood. Like a bully. <laughs> yeah. I one, three or five. No wonder he can't play golf. Um... Yeah, he's lost his off-sider analyst, recruit, uh, helps him with recruitment. He's actually one of the guys who um, went in the back for Maguire uh, last year when it come to, um, when it come to the boardroom um, asking whether he should stay or go. Um, in short, with Tim Sheen's announcing this week that he wants to take a backwards step and let Maguire own everything, <laughs> good, bad or ugly, I think that's basically spelling the end. Um, from what I'm hearing, he's got very little time to prove something. Um, people are saying eight weeks. I've heard as little as six, as most as ten, but they basically he'd have to be at four and two, or you know, or, or just a little under that to to somewhat save his job. So if you're someone who's in that market, he is my first coach sacked
3: wow. of
2: 2022. Um, it does look like everyone now at the board, uh, Tim Sheens, are distancing themselves from the on-field antics. It's really rubbish when you think about it. That you know, fans of this club have had to do, endure a lot. Uh, the reason why he's being set, uh, the reason why he was let go, incidentally, is because um, the board felt that with Tim Sheens there, that he no longer needed his job. So. Yeah, um, one of his allies gone, and someone who really went into bat for him uh, quite strongly. And we spoke about Trent Barrett a minute ago. And um, if you listen to Buzz Rothfield, Buzz Rothfield, um, it's good to see that they're able to wake Buzz up. Um, everyone knows in the rugby league off season, he's Buzz been in Buzz uh,
0: hibernation, hasn't he? Buzz
2: Rothfield sleeps <laughs> in a coffin uh, filled <laughs> with the earth of um, the the to- uh, of the uh, Shark Park as as most vampires sleep that way in their off season so he's been woken up from his slumber um there's been no steak or garlic uh, around him uh it's it's all good to go for buzz and he had a shot at the at the uh bulldogs he basically said that the bulldogs coach Trent Barry would be the first one gone this year citing many things including a lack of technology when it comes to to um to their video sessions that uh, he accused Trent Barrett of not using drones to 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 look at their training <laughs> sessions. Is this a stitch up? Where are you uh, getting this? No, this is real. Oh, this I is saw a that one tidbit. It's oh, such yeah. a good tidbit. It's what's so funny. What's he so worried anyway, that he's cracking out the VHS? Um, you know, so you've got uh Phil Gould come out, he changed his Twitter Gee, profile, I think, in relation to it, who basically said that um you know, which is interesting when you think about it, that the biggest drone at the bulldogs will be Phil Gould. <laughs> 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 well, he is anyway, a, uh anyway, he's hovering over everything. The defence of Trent Marity said they've got all the technology for their video sessions. Um, apparently he was told by an unnamed Source, uh Buzz that um people at Belmore already upset and that all the new recruits oh, nice. that they've got it, you know, the, the, the technology is is far more better. I don't know what he's on about really, but it's interesting because um, Phil Gould was straight on the front foot uh, defending everything, um, but it, 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 does, it does highlight that if Buzz does have an element of truth to it, well, you yeah. know. Do they? Do they? they have, have drones.
1: Phones. They, they Google yeah. put something on yesterday. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. they, they do have drones. Uh, Gould well, said it. He changed his Twitter post. He changed his profile picture and everything.
0: Oh, was it a drone pick, Was it? Uh, yeah. i got to get on social media more.
2: I don't know. I don't know. But you know, it, it caused a bit of a. It I'm not a good with up, the uh, um. The interface. Uh, a lot of a lot of. Um, you should get a carpool rugby league drone. Yeah. We should. I don't know what <laughs> to do while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's hovering
3: over agree. the chameleon's
1: head...
0: No, That's
3: no, no. <laughs> a pretty... <laughs> over
1: some up. car parks to see That's if we can right, find a yes. spot for the car when we go to football. Yes. Could, yeah, wouldn't it?
2: Uh, um. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what was my next tidbit? Hang on, I've got to go back to my notes here. i I'm lost a bit. Um, Of course... Craig, Fitzgibbon uh, a fits given. Um, he won't make his debut as an NRL coach uh for the Sharks this week. He's come down with COVID, so he will have to wait at least another week before he um before he uh is on the sidelines barking orders and hitting the uh and hitting the glass in front of him. Um uh another one, that little tidbit I had, um, a lot's been made of Adam Reynolds and and what he's covered slash whatever he's got. Uh, incidentally, South Sydney had their board um, elections. Uh, they were actually quite open and honest with their members. They actually come out and, and openly had an open forum of why some people um, left. And while some people were retained, actually talked figures, uh, which was refreshing. I know we've talked on this show quite openly about... Um, do the do the uh, fans and the members actually know the figures and the facts and figures behind certain um, certain things? So the bunnies did a good job there at their at their re-elections, actually citing why certain players went and actually gave them figures as to what they offered, and they the people took more. So transparency is what we've always talked about. Um, of course, we spoke earlier about Penrith, and we're going to go through the team news. But um, Cleary is out for a period of around three weeks. Um, That's going to um, maybe put a dent in their first round game tomorrow, Griff. I'm not too sure. We'll talk about that when the uh, team news, when we talk about the teams. Um, But it might influence certain people's tips. And my last tidbit for the day, uh, I might just throw to Graham's gaff because it's the same thing. All right. I don't know what he's doing, Griffin, with that. Hey? I think the whole MyFee music's longer than yours.
0: Oh, mate, I'll tell you what, know, actually. It did, it did increase.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. it, it is, it is gaffs, a bit longer. A, the gaffs must be getting bigger. Yeah, well, I'll There's tell, tell you. There's a
0: song in that. I'll tell you. Whoa. Um, a few <laughs> things come to mind with this week's gaff. Um, look. The first thing I thought of when I saw this was um, in the words of Grandpa Simpson, you know, have you ever seen a sandwich take a bite out of you? No, I haven't, but I have seen a dragon take a bite out of an eel. Now, this is um, an interesting one. NRLW, we have a biting charge. Um, We've seen dragons breathe fire in the past. But now they bite as well. Um, I'm talking about Madison Bartlett. She's given a one-match suspension for biting in the NRLW. Now, before everyone jumps on our, you know, judiciary, you know, they're not doing enough. I think they're taken into account here, fellas. Um, the fact that it's only a very short season. You know, you miss one match, you've missed, you know, probably what? It's only about a five or six-round season, isn't it? It's only short. Five, so, round. five yeah, rounds. Five rounds. Yeah so, yeah, so, you know... 20% of the Missing year. 20% of the year. So, I think that's where that comes up. Um, not something that was complained about on the field, but uh, not a good look nonetheless. And, um, yeah, it's 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 been quite a positive uh, start for the NRLW this season. But um, but this one's uh, put a bit of a bit of a mark on it, so to speak. Well, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Bite mark. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's disappointing, really, isn't it? Um, it's a big last, band uh, too, because they the played
0: NRL. Brisbane. So it's a big big match to miss. Well, Sorry, Griffin. I, I
1: think it's a little bit uh, underdone, to be honest. Um, it's a pretty serious charge. But in saying that, the last guy from the NRL, I think, who got done for biting was Kevin Proctor. I think he only caught four weeks. And from what I heard... Um, her defence who, counsellor, who was uh, her dad, um, did it via Zoom because he's in New Zealand at the moment. He's, he's a police officer, and uh, he went with that defence. He said, well, okay, the last uh, NRL uh, male got four weeks. Divide that by the number of games in a season compared with uh, with what they play, and he said, well, that works out one, one game. Um, and the, uh, the panel or whoever it <clears> was uh, agreed. Yeah, I thought a, Proctor yeah. got off lightly, and I thought this young lady got off lightly. I, I
2: I thought that Proctor one, and and incidentally, I think it's very interesting that we used um, precedents because yeah, we know in that we know yeah. that other type of judiciary, you're not allowed to use precedence as as justification for the for the charge. And interestingly, um, it was used then. I thought the Proctor one was. I, I think if you bite another player you're intentionally going out to, to to cause significant harm. There's intent there. Uh, 10 weeks. I think, you know what? 10 weeks. It really is a grubby thing to do. Would,
0: would we have been upset if, if um, they had said, look, um, considering, you know, biting something that no one's really keen to have in the game. If they said, look, um, thank you for your participation so far this season, but... Um, we we, we we don't want... You're not welcome for the rest of the season. Would we have had an issue? Oh, uh,
3: no. Not at all.
2: We've,
0: uh, <laughs> Given that it's the, a short season. No, the, yeah, I know. It's, well, what, are the know. teeth shorter? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's right. That's the, the right. Maybe they the, need to go to the Dolphins where they're a bit long <laughs> in the tooth. Yeah, I... You That's know, a tough I, one.
2: This is where this is, this where, is the the yeah, problem is. This is the problem is. now being said. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like yeah. It, I think I think although we can't use or we don't use precedents, I think, you know, I think you then yeah, I've never seen any yeah, Proctor he should have gotten 10 weeks, but anyway. If he got mm-hmm. in 10 weeks it would have been vastly different. Yeah, In yeah. Two and a half games. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> Here we are. Statement. We're talking about judiciaries <laughs> yeah. again. It's yeah, crazy. no.
0: Anyway, people want to hear something a bit more positive. So um look, Griffo, as you always do, you might as well cheer the people up. All
1: right, well, um my grab this week comes from the same game. I didn't see the whole of it, but I saw much of that game between the Eels and the Dragons. I didn't. I saw a little bit the Roosters playing the Titans. I didn't see any of the first game, but um, it wasn't for any one scintillating uh, move or anything. But the uh, Dragons prop forward, Elsie Albert, um, she grabbed my eye. She's a colossus um, out on that field uh, both in attack and defense, just every time she gets the ball, she's a powerhouse. Um, and I just like watching her play. Um, she's very athletically built. Um, like she's muscle. And mm. She's from PNG. And I think yeah. that's just in their DNA. Uh, the DNA of PNG is muscle. Um, they are strongly built humans. Um, and uh, I really like what she did. Like she, every time you got the ball, look at this run, she, or she just make tackle after tackle. Um, so she caught my eye. Um, she reminds me of Williama Kikau, um, oh, yeah, yeah, without the white hair. Uh, but uh, her brothers, uh, I think they're older brothers, uh, Wellington, and I think the other one was Stanley they both played lower grades with the panthers um oh. going back a, a few years and it was um a lot of clubs were were after the particularly wellington um there was a lot of talk unfortunately he never made uh, he never made an nrl debut he, he played a lot of 20s and uh, i think he probably played a fair bit of of uh, new south wales cup but never never made his debut um so it's a, it's a uh, strong pedigree in the albert family and uh, i like watching her play so um yeah. that's what grabbed my eye. yeah, yeah no, that's, the a, albert.
0: that's a positive one and it uh 170 centimeters and 95 kilos um very impressive young lady she's actually i don't know if you knew this one um a plant and insect expert
1: has a bit, really
0: has a bachelor of tropical agriculture
1: can she get rid of mosquitoes? Well,
0: I don't know. You might have to see. Well, well, good honor. Maybe breathe um, fire on them. You know, being a I dragon. do
1: remember that uh, that her, yeah. her brothers uh, were were quite academically inclined as well when they were out here with the Panthers, going and they're going through. I think I'm not sure what course they were doing at university, but um it was unfortunate that the, neither of them ever made a, a first grade debut. But they did play uh, for the Cummels. I don't know if they. They're still playing rugby league somewhere, but they'd be, probably late twenties, I guess now. Uh, the Albert brothers, mm. and and she, uh, I'm not sure mm. what the uh, the women's PNG team are called, but she certainly represented them, yeah. um, in the past, and and I dare say she she might even be their captain come uh, the end of the year of the World Cup.
0: That's a great one, Griff. I really enjoyed hearing that because. Not everyone gets a chance to have a look, and it just gives our listeners someone to have a look out for. You know, if they're watching the NRLW this weekend, they oh that's the that's one Griffo and the boys were talking about. So um, really good to create a bit of talk about the uh, NRLW. I'll tell you what though, fellas, just before we get too far into it, the other thing that's creating a bit of hype is the uh the first ever uh Carpool Rugby League tipping comp. Now I know you fellas are on board. And uh, a lot of our listeners have already jumped on um, in preparation for tomorrow night's start to the season. Uh, We've got the details on our Facebook page, but if you want to join in, it is open to anyone. Uh, It's a bit of fun and uh, we use the iTip footy app. I think a lot of punters are um, familiar with that, with their local tipping comps. Uh, As I said, these details are on the Facebook page, but if you are interested, you are more than welcome the comp number is 138164, so that's 138164, and the comp password is carpool, all one word. So um, feel free to jump on board, because we often talk on here about the tipping comp that we do through our workplace, and it's really good to see that uh, we've got some um, some listeners want to jump on and see how they go uh, with their tips each week compared to uh, the Carpool Rugby League uh, team. The... Um, the other thing we often do in our other tipping comp, and we've alluded to it, is we we have our season predictions. And we do this each year on Carpool Rugby League, and we uh, go through what we think is going to happen. Uh, famously, last year, I was uh, I put Manly in my top eight, and uh, that looked like an absolute disaster for a few weeks, and then they came good. So it's always fun at the end of the year to, to go back and have a look. Uh, today, we're going to be giving our top eights. We're going to tell you who we think the premiers are going to be. We'll give a wooden spoon Dalliam, first coach sacked, which we've got some insight there from Shano, and even a top Troy uh, tri-scorer. We'll give that as well. So uh, first of all, Griff, I'll be interested to see uh, the makeup of your top eight. We've talked a little bit throughout the uh, pre-season in our previews where we roughly think teams will sit. Um, what did you end up coming up with in your number one through eight?
1: Okay, so you want me to just read them out? We're not going to sort of, Uh, no no, I'll do that that's fine
0: I'll tell you what go from build the suspense start at 8th work the way up and then I'll get chains and then we might discuss because I feel like this year there might not be too many um, many variations yeah I feel like we might be on the same page a bit here mate
1: okay well I'm going number 8 lock them in the Gold Coast Titans Uh, I think that's where they finished last year and uh, I think they're going to repeat that yep I'm the same
2: I've I've
0: actually got the Titans in eighth as well. So
1: my goodness, this will be interesting. <laughs> so they're not coming eighth. <laughs> so
0: they're buggered. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Titans fans. So yeah, I think they I think a lot of us we've talked about them being on the edge of the eight. They'll their measuring stick for a good season. I think would be a top eight finish. I couldn't see them finishing above, um, you know, one of the last two spots. Yeah. So I've got them in eighth. Who'd you go with I, seventh?
2: You know what I thought, Graham, for the Titans. Anything under a 50% uh, um, season would be a fail.
0: And I'll tell you what, I know last year was an interesting season, but teams seven and eight had yeah. less than 50%. So, not I, unrealistic.
2: I think less than 50% is a fail for that club. Who uh, got seventh? Shaino or? Yeah, oh, got Crenola. Crenola. I've got the Sharks. I've got them too. Are they your seven? Three, yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: I just yep. so, yeah, yeah. 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 There were similar things, I think. We, hey, Shano, we've not
1: just for the listeners. Yeah. We have not colluded nah. on this. Nah, no,
0: I, 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 I had a feeling there would be a lot of similars. I actually thought the similarities would get towards the top of the ladder, but um, yeah, the sharks. I think. Uh, I think you know, as we said with the Titans, there, Shano. Anything yeah, outside saying. of the top yeah. eight is yeah, yeah, is a failure yeah, for yeah, them. But I can't right, see yeah. them pushing. Yeah.
2: I, yep. I look there for me there's a bit of a line. Um, you know, like you've got the Titans Cronulla. I, I think they're they're just a frag adrift from the six, and then you know, there's sixth place for me, and then maybe a top five.
0: Yeah. Who have you got six? Eels. I've got the eels, Griffo.
1: I'm changing in. Uh, I've got the rabbits at number six. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, it's no not confidence. It's I, just, yeah. Is
0: it is it fair to Rabbitohs. say, just to talk about these two clubs, I've got the Rabbitohs in fifth, Shane. Do you have them in the fourth? Oh, I've got them in fifth. Yeah. yeah do you fifth. have the Eels fifth, Griffo? I do. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, so yeah. You know,
0: yeah. They're, 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 they're really, they're, they're the two teams I think that we've been talking about all off season as being the higher ranked teams in the bottom half of the eight Um Parramatta, we, we talked about this a little bit. I don't want to go over it again, but just to just to highlight this, I'm feeling like for them, this is one of those years where the window might close after 2022. I yeah. mean, it's been closed for a long time, but it's, they, they know, cracked the it open I, it.
2: I I they, they don't have... Why I have South in at fifth and, and maybe a little bit more adrift is Clint Gutherson's a great player and they've got some good players. They just don't have someone like if they had a Latrell Mitchell for for argument's sake, yeah, I'd chuck him in. I, I think mm. that's the, that's the only thing that's probably stopping those guys getting in the top four. Is there just one and, and look, someone might generate that this year, I don't know. But yeah, for me they're they're just, they're a bit they're definitely better than the two teams we mentioned. Yeah. The Eels, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think the Rabido's given those couple of players that yes. have left, uh, have uns- they've got There's a brand new proof. half, and uh, um, and many would say a gap in the outside backs that um, needs to be filled. So uh, interesting they to do. see. They have
2: a massive gap in the outside hmm. backs.
1: Yeah, look, yeah. Uh, I think you know. I know we talked about this last week because we previewed South. So I think
0: yeah, the,
1: the the two big losses are, are Reynolds and Wayne Bennett. Yeah, and and there are other losses we've talked about, those and they're significant, particularly mm. Gagai. But yeah, um, you're losing your, your general who steered him around the park, allowed Cody Walker to do his thing, um, and you're losing the guy off the field who, even mm. when the team was getting pumped by 50, had the confidence in his players and 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 they responded to that, you know, yeah. whereas some coaches would have, you know, just said, right, we're gonna work harder and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. The Wayne Bennett approach was just, you know, to basically say, okay, it's happened. We play next week. Yeah. Let's move forward. Um and that was something that the South Sydney players Responded very positively to.
0: Yeah, no, um, definitely, definitely. Moving into the top four, I've got Manly at fourth. I don't know what you guys were thinking. Um, which team sneaks just into the four for you, Griffith?
1: Look, I'll be honest, Graham. I did this reasonably quickly. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't spend a <clears> lot of time <throat> thinking about it. I, like, I mean, I had an idea. These yep. are my top sides. In terms of you know, one, two, three, four any of them and, uh, and even the eels yeah. will, will be up there but i've got storm at 4 um I
2: i've mm. got storm too 4
1: okay i just i just think there's been look they they're they're a champion club proving over two decades of excellence um but i just think um i just don't think they've got the depth that they had last year when they had a a wide number of injuries in, in key positions, but they were able to, you know, Nico Hines was a guy who, you know, originally came in as a substitute, but he became one of the best players in the NRL in in 2021. Mm. I don't think they've got someone who can come in and do a job like that. Now um, we'll look at this week's teams later, but while Nick Meany is a decent player, I think um, if they're going to have a lot of weeks, and I know it's only one because Monster's back next week, but he's not a premiership winning number six. Um, but, well, not in my opinion. I think he's a really good player at, at um, on the wing or at fullback, but he's got no experience in that uh, in that role so if monster does go down, and I know again that, yeah, Cooper Johns is is out injured as well, but I just don't think they've got the backup strength that uh, that they had last year because a lot of players did walk out the door for various reasons. Yeah, so I think their squad is not quite as strong as it was last year.
2: Yeah, uh, interesting. I, I, yeah, I I said it. I think last week I said they just seem to lack venom, and during the week I I, I I really sat down and thought, okay, if I've got to talk to someone about this, what the hell's their venom? And, and Griffo, I, I came to the same conclusion. Griffo did. Their venom really is the ability to get people to just step in and step up. And I don't know if they got that. I really yeah. don't.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I'll actually get to where I've got the storm in a moment. I'd like to give a bit of a spoiler here while we're talking about them, I've got them second. I've um, I've looked at their side and. I know that, you know, you're talking about depth, and it's a big if, and I'm going to say the same thing when I get to my minor premiers, but if they have a good run and they keep their best team on the field, um, I think they're, they're going to be really hard to beat. So, um, yeah, like like anything, it comes down to luck a little bit with injuries and whatnot. And, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to see because... Um, I think uh, when we comment on the Panthers, we might have some some similar um, comments with their depth as well. So, all right, Storm, for you guys in the fourth position, I've got Manly in fourth. Um, who'd you pop in at third? Me. Yep. Panthers. Panthers. What about you, Griffo? Who have you got?
1: Yeah, I got Manly in, in third spot.
0: Okay. Well, I had the Seagulls in fourth, and I've got the Panthers in third. So, um, basically, I mean, look, Basically, what we're saying is mainly and Penrith, uh, they'll meet tomorrow yeah. night and we'll talk about that game in a moment. But um, for all of us, we're pretty confident they're top four teams this year. And, um, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think for Penrith, they've probably lost some personnel. Why I've got... Look, can Penrith go back to back? Most definitely they can. I just think yeah. it's probably going to take a, a chunk of time for them to to really... Um, weld together what they've got, um, minus some very key personnel. And considering, look, you know what, I actually had them, I've got them in third because they're gone the first three weeks without Cleary.
0: yeah, as well. And, and you got that origin period too, there could well be, yep, yep. yep. You know, five or six weeks of the year, um, barring no other issues, where, um, where where Cleary is out, and he's he's similar to I think those comments you were making, Griffo, about Cameron Munster. Um, I think a lot of people changed their tip this week when they heard that Nathan Cleary was out.
1: I'm sure they did.
0: Yeah, is,
1: that, sure did. is that
0: a concern as a Penrith fan? That
2: because <laughs> they'll probably win. <laughs>
0: I know, no, no, but not just this week, but I'm sort of saying is you look at last year, you know, he put a lot of K's on the clock and this, this, him missing three games, I feel, isn't just about his shoulder. I think it's also managing his load because they know, um, you know, the grand final was, you know, wasn't that long ago. They haven't been training for that long. Um, He's got a lot of football to play. He's definitely going to play origin. uh, They'll definitely play finals. I think they're looking at those loads. And I think that, um, you know, for, for the Panthers, if they have a couple of key injuries, uh, I don't think they've got the depth they had last year to cover them.
1: Can't argue with that, Graham. I, I agree 100%. Hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, that's a concern. Um, when you lose players, the quality of Kurt Capewell and Matt Burton and Momorovski was very. He's a he's a really solid first grader, Paul Momorovski. We'll talk more about it, you know, when we come to the preview. But um, there's there's three. Well, two. Well, one guy plays Origin. One guy was the centre of the year, and the other guy was extremely solid. So yeah, it's it's um it's it's certainly. You can't be as strong when you lose those sort of quality players.
0: It's the um, it's the implication of the salary cap, really. Yep. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, as I said, I had the Storm coming second. Uh, briefly talked about them. Um, Griffo, who who's your team that's um, that's coming in second this year?
1: Yeah, I got Panthers second. Um, yeah. You know, I think I said on uh, was last week or the week before they're not going to win as many games as they have in the proper season or season proper I should say um, in the last couple of years where they didn't get beat too much. Um, uh, I think they will lose more games this year Uh, and I'm not just talking about um, origin affected games. Um, Any game where they don't have Nathan Cleary, they come right back to the field. Um, He's Undoubtedly, their the number one player. Um, he's the co-captain. He is the man that to the team is revolves around. So, um, yeah, I, I just think they're going to lose a few more games, but I still think uh, they'll be they'll be right up there. They might not make it to to two. Um, their goal will be to make the top four, and they know that uh, once you're uh, in those semifinals. It's a whole new ball game, literally. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't think they'll be disappointed if they're not minor premiers or not even the top two. Um, I'm sure they'll want to be in the top four, though. Yeah. And I think they will be.
2: Yeah. Who have you got number two, Shane? Manly. I think Manly are hot for it. I I uh, like what they did in last year. I thought they were. I thought they would you know a clear gap between uh, there was a clear gap in the end between the, minor, the between Panthers and the field um the next best team in that group was South Sydney and then you had Storm and Manly and Manly were probably a long way off that come finals time um however looking at where they are now i just look at people like Tommy Turbo I look at their back line. I think their back line is very settled and solid. Their forward pack has a lot to offer. Um, they're just a team that they're now, they've been together for a while with very minimal changes now. So I think they're going to be far more settled. Um, I don't, you know, they've got the weaponry to, to go far into this competition, um, and none better than Tommy Turbo. They're going to go without him in Origin and whatnot. Same with DCE. I, I just think they're a far. They're, they're probably of all the sides we're talking about. Bar I think everyone gonna name the same at number one. They're they're probably the most settled team in the yeah. NRL. They've, they've 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 got minimal changes. they they're they're it's almost good to go. So. Strange, I, I really toiled over my top eight. um shows how much I know because it's almost identical as Griff's and he just did his on a whim. So, um, <laughs> But I, I, I really looked at, at Manly and I thought I just could not, yeah, I, I, I looked at all the computations and I just, yeah, for me, I looked at where I thought they were going to win and lose and where they were going to do certain things and I got them in at second.
0: Uh, So you don't have to be a rocket scientist, listeners, to guess what team we've all picked for the minor premiers. and this is something we haven't discussed, but uh, all three of us fellas, we've got the Roosters uh, finishing number one come season end. Uh, We talked a fair bit about them last week, uh, Shano, but uh, realistically, uh, they keep everyone on the park. Uh, They're a hot team, aren't
2: they? Yeah, they're, they're... It's not even on the park. It's off the park. Everything they grew is very professional. Um, they've got one of the best coaches, not only in the NRL but arguably one of the best coaches to have ever coached the NRL in Trent Robinson. Um, he developed has developed a a rooster system that is just a, it, it, when it when it wants to be it flawless. You put in. People like Luke Kiry coming back, um, you know, and then you've got Tedesco. They're a very settled team. Look, they've they've got a couple of um, question marks uh, in their forward pack. Um, who plays where? Good, you know, good problems to have because everyone's quality. Um, you know, I think they're pretty much settled on Walker being the half, and he had a he, he played very well last year. You put Tedesco at the back. Um, they have got people like Radley, Verrills. Um, you know, some might be missing, uh, but you know, when they're all on deck, which will be very early in the season, um, yeah, I I think they they're going to, I think they're going to have a very big winning streak throughout this season. I don't. I think they're going to be very, very difficult to beat. Um, they're they're coached by someone who knows how to win. So you know you've got you've got people like Cooper Cronk in the background. it's it's just a formula that you know I I, I think they're going to come first. I, I, do I think they're going to win the comp? I don't know probably. I don't want them to. But, you know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> um, you know, Why not? <laughs> oh, oh, nah, the more roosters. Team. But, yeah, I. I you know, you, you try and find something negative to say about their, their, the team and their playing style yeah. and who they're putting on the park. You, you, you can't, it's, it's almost, you know, like you're starting to clutch at straws. Like you're going, oh, is the assistant coach going to be up to it because Fitzgibbon's not there? You know, you're starting to clutch at straws.
0: Yeah, the only straw (laughs) I can clutch at we touched on a few weeks back um, is... Look, uh, goal kicking. Yeah, Sam Walker is what they're saying will goal kick. I think this week, um, you know, Takiyaho's on the bench. They're saying that Walker will goal kick... I mean, they'll probably score more tries than anyone anyway, so I don't know if it's as big of an issue they as we They're playing
1: Newcastle. So I don't think they're going to have to kick too many goals, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Well, they'll probably have a mile of time
2: to run them under the sticks
0: anyway. Yeah, well, you might get a fair bit of practice this week. But, um, yeah, I think we're just echoing points we made the other week, Griffo. Um, most people who follow rugby league would definitely... If you don't have the Roosters in your top four... Um, Oh, you, you need to give me a really good reason. I'm not sure about that. And I think a lot of punters um, do have them as, as the favourites.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got them up there at one as well, obviously. Um, I just think there's... Uh, you've got some of the very best NRL talent in that side. They uh, like the Melbourne Storm. The culture is winning um like the Melbourne Storm they have a high quality coach who's won multiple premierships with the, with that particular club and only been coach at that particular club in the NRL they're both professional organisations and i think probably there's no more professional organisation as far as a rugby league club goes in the roosters and um and that Feeds on to their on-field performance, um, but it's. Uh, I think they've got so many talented players, um, and those players, a lot of the uh, younger guys last year, who probably wouldn't have seen much, if any, first grade. They they might play ten, twelve games, um, so they're they're not experienced first graders, but you'd, they're not rookies. Um, I just think all over the park, they're dangerous. The likes of Tedesco, uh, Kiri, Joey Manu, Victor Radley, Angus Crichton, Tupinua. There's a lot of um, a lot of point scoring potential among that lot. Uh, I just think uh, they they and then they're almost professional minor premiers. I think they, I didn't get that out right, but um, I meant to say minor premiers. I think they won it three years in a row, not all that long ago. Um,
0: yeah. Twenty
1: nineteen? Uh, no,
0: sorry. Yeah, they. I think the last time they won the comp because I was actually going to make that point, fellas, because I think the last they were the last minor premiers, I think, to win the competition back in twenty eighteen. Okay. Um, now, is that right? Yes, I'm just trying to work my way back here and think because. We we don't always see the minor premiers, uh, you know, get the get the competition win, and this is why um, I can't assume when I ask you guys who's going to be the premiers. Because last year uh, would have been the Melbourne Storm the minor premiers. Penrith Panthers won the competition year before. I think the Panthers were the minor premiers. The Storm won the competition. Um, I even think the year prior to that, the Storm might have been minor premiers again when the Roosters right. won yeah, in twenty nineteen. Right, yeah. So we've got to go back to twenty eighteen when the Roosters did it. Um, where they became minor premiers and then won the competition. We know it's not, you know, you're not over the line for the minor premiers at this stage though, guys, um, who are we seeing as the premiers? Are we going for the Roosters or, um, do we have any reasons why it might be another team?
1: Well, I'm going for the Panthers, but that's, you know, I'm going largely parochial. parochial.
2: (laughs) Same here. Highly parochial. I'm going for the bunnies. Uh, look, you know, I suppose if um I think I, I it's funny you sort of pick it now and it's 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 you know you're gonna pick your side more than anything. I think I think what we've seen in the last four or five years is that final series is a new competition. And and it's highlighted by the fact how many times has the minor premier won the comp. Mm. you know like it, it really is a new competition and you watch a team flash home um very hard to pick now i don't even know who's the favorite for the competition is it the roosters i i don't know I but, you. Um, you know, outside of outside of my team hopefully winning it i would i'd think that the roosters key personnel staying on the field would be a very difficult outfit yeah. to the.
0: The interesting thing, um, I've got the Roosters winning the comp purely because at this stage of the game, um, for me, they I feel like they're going to win the most games, and I think they're um, probably the strongest team as we've just justified. Then, uh, you mentioned favourites. Um, it's interesting given the comments you guys had on the Storm earlier. Not that we condone betting. Uh, Sportsbet, however, Melbourne Storm currently the favourites to win the comp through Sportsbet at five bucks. Penrith Panthers five fifty. Roosters, $6. Manly, $9. So, mm-hmm. um, they're looking... The, the betting agencies have a similar top four to us. Um, the order's a bit shuffled around. I I think it's going to be one of those seasons where most people will have those teams in their top four with, um, you know, South and the Eels just on the edge and then possibly Cronulla and the Gold Coast, um, you know, also pushing in for those top eight spots. Hmm. Let's go to the other end of the ladder, fellas. We've talked a bit about this. Um, it's often a hard one to pick. 2022, wooden spoon. I've decided on the Cowboys. Is anyone with me on that or do we have any other contenders?
1: Oh, there's, there's contenders. But I think uh, <laughs> I don't think there's quite as many contenders as maybe when we had this discussion in the last few years. Um, I, I agree, Graham. I've got the Cowboys there. Um I don't think they've got the worst squad but they just don't seem to gel uh, or, or they certainly didn't last year um, there's not too many variations uh, I don't uh, well they have brought in uh, the super number seven in to Chad Townsend um, <laughs> Dierden was already there uh, with them last year came mid-season brought in Peter Hicku from the Warriors um, I just don't I, they've got some good young forwards with the balloon and uh, uh, Nanai I think is one of them And but I just I don't know there's something about the Cowboys that just leaves me with no confidence in, in them going to be a good side this year and I, I think I think it might be related to the coach um, I thought he did a fantastic job at the Warriors, but I don't think he did a good job at the Cowboys last year. I think they, know, they almost went backwards. Um, they, they'd had a few lean years under Paul Green after, you know, he took him to a premiership and he also took him to a, uh, in another grand final, but they've been, uh, they've been poor for a few years now. Um, They've got a guy, Valentine Holmes, is on big cash. They don't know where to play him. Bought him to be a fullback. That didn't work out. Played on the wing. Now they've got I believe they're playing him in the centers. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think his best spots wing, personally, but you know. I, I don't know. I just I just think they're I think they I've just got him ahead of the you know, at number sixteen just Ahead of the uh, the West Tigers, but um, anyway, I've I've written down on because in one of our footy tipping comps, not the carpool rugby league one, but another one we're in. Um, this is sort of part of it. it. Was a bit of a side side part where we actually do um, pick these things. So I've I've written down Cowboys. Uh, they're under massive pressure though from the West Tigers for that wooden spill.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and I think as you know, as we said the other day they they've been poor and they haven't recruited well so there're not many not many signs that that's going to change um, who's uh who's doing the baking for you at the end of the season Shane
2: I love the dragons oh, I've been on the dragons for a while and I know they did, their pre-season form was was okay and I was going to change it and I thought no that's not. not I thought that... I you know, I I th- I, th- I look at the dragons and I go, you know, I watch their preseason, some of their preseason and stuff again, and really, you know, Ben Hunt is all they've got in attack at times, which which tells me that they're going to be this one dimensional side. I look, you guys, I, look, it could be the Cowboys, it could be the Tigers. I I just look at the the dragons and I. I think they're a couple of injuries away from, from annihilation. I, 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 maybe the Cowboys are already there, hearing new boys talk. But, yeah, I, I've been hot on the Dragons for a little while, so I thought I'm not going to change it. Mm. Yeah.
0: it's a, And it's hard to pick. The, really, you guys have mentioned the three contenders that the punters are talking about. Um, yet again, if we look at um, sports bet, they've got the Tigers as the favourites for the Spoon at 350. And um Cowboys and Dragons four fifty each, so yeah.
1: What about the Bulldogs? Are they
0: No well the Bulldogs are the reigning
1: they're the reigning really... the spooners? They
0: have got them about oh on the list, they're about seventh in line. They're they're equal pegging with uh the Brisbane Broncos at fifteen dollars. So
1: Really? Um interesting.
0: Yeah, the 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 betting agencies have the Warriors and Knights uh ahead of that as well, so Okay. Um Well wow. yeah. yeah, but look you just
1: you what just do I don't know? know. I had well. the Dragons. I tipped them last year and uh, they they've sort of finished the year like wooden spooners, but they'd built up a few points early on. So but I, I did. Yeah.
0: The dogs were poor last year. so They were you know, dreadful. They did everything yeah. they could to win that prize.
1: Dreadful. Yeah. They were.
0: Um, all right. So looking back at uh, probably a more positive award that people want to win, Um. Dalian Player of the Year. Thoughts on this one, Griffo? Who do you think is going to get the um, the NRL's top individual uh, prize for Player of the Season?
1: Well, I'll come to that in a minute. But you know, we mentioned Elsie Albert earlier and her expertise in uh, mosquitoes. I've got this one flying around. i'm I'm on a mission to kill it before it bites me
0: we'll have to get you a car full rugby league uh swatter
1: or something like that. i'm trying i'm trying to, to to just you know chameleon myself away from it but it's it's it keeps coming back anyway i digress um i've gone for a bankable uh uh, a bankable guy to take out the M and, and that's Tommy Terrible. Um He mm. won it last year. He didn't play back many games, but he had an amazing... Um, you know, there's, there's only like three points is the most you can get. And apparently for the number of games he played, he was averaging two points something per game. Know. Yeah. Um, look, when, when Manly win... It's almost Tommy Turbo is the best player on the park. So, yeah, um, unless he gets injured, I think you know he takes it out again because they'll win a lot of games and um, he generally picks up points, usually three. But uh, yeah, so uh, not a big surprise there, I guess, because he is the reigning, uh, the reigning Dalian. Champ, and I don't think there was any controversy about that last year. No, Jack White won it the year before, and I, I did not mm. think he was the best player in that year. I thought Nathan Cleary was by far uh, week to week the best guy um, in the NRL, but he didn't win it. Um, Jack couldn't, you know, Jack White and he was he was superb back in uh, 2020, but it doesn't always go to the guy uh, who necessarily was the best for the year but it is what it is um, I'm not a huge fan of awards as you know as you know um, I think they should look at it rather than this 3-2-1 uh, I think you know get a, a panel of you know maybe 10 to 12 people and just get them to write down you know 10 to 1 players of the year and uh, yeah, you know 10 points if you you know you, you're number one and so forth add them up there's your there's your i think that's a that's a better what system i mean you know in theory the three two one um sounds good but don't work a lot of the time and you know some the interpretations of of some of the judges in you know, this sort of they could be the big issue you know it could be it could be the big mm. issue who wins the Dalian, but um yeah turbo uh he was a clear best last year it's but not I something you again
0: not something you see very often players going back to back um, I think the last time would have been Thurston uh, he won in 2015 the year before he shared the award with Jared Hayne and I think going back prior to that you're looking at Andrew Johns. In uh, 98 99, so it'd be a hell of a feat, wouldn't it? If you if you went back to back, but I'll tell you what, um, uh, it's a very likely possibility. Uh, which way are you going with this one, Shane?
2: Um, I'm going slightly different, it's got nothing to do with the fact that I go for this side. Um, I'm going with Charles oh. Mitchell. Wow,
0: yeah, okay, yep. Um, um obvious question from the punters is going to be. Is suspension? Suspension, yeah. yeah. Can you see him getting through a season without being suspended? Um,
2: maybe. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, there's something about... There's something about... I know he opened his mouth once in the off-season and it was pretty poor. This is the first time I've ever seen Latrell Mitchell... No, he's a guy who's not going to play this week and yet he's training the house down in the off-season. He was there every step of the way with South Sydney leading into the grand final. He, he was at training every week. He, he was a part of the team. And I thought, for the first time I actually at South, while he was suspended, he actually looked like he was enjoying himself. Training and doing the things that we always used to say, Latrell probably didn't put a hundred hundred percent into.
0: Just ask Jake Post. So, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, <laughs> that's stupid. Right? Yeah. Did you see the footage? It was just yeah. dumb. I like what Brayton Astor said. See, that yeah. happens all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be like Fox uh, to try and blow something no. out of proportion, <laughs> No. It was a
0: breaking news yeah. alert. I got an email from Fox Sports. To say that Latrell Mitchell had given Jacob Host a fend at training. Anyway, back to back to something of substance. Months
2: COVID, Ukraine, Latrell Mitchell's fend. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I, I just think, look, I just think that if he's ever going to win it, I suppose this is why I've got him down. If he's ever going to win it, his preparation into this season has been the best ever. So this could be the chance. He's a leader in the club now. He will be, you know, he's someone who needs to perform for this club to go anywhere near the finals and into, and anywhere near the fall. I just think it's made for him. If he takes it, he'll get it. If he doesn't take it, well, he'll never get
0: it. Mm. Yeah. I've gone a bit different as well. Um, and, and you could we, could, we could rattle off 10 blokes that are contenders for this. And, um, you know, you could argue either way. I've gone someone I don't know if many people are going to to give him much of a chance, but given that I think the Roosters are going to win most of their most well, more games than any other team this year, I've gone Luke Keary.
2: Yeah, I think he he's going second. to be central yeah. to
0: their success. Yeah,
2: him and Turbo were my two ones I was toying up with. So yeah. I get that. I get that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I also
0: considered Nathan Cleary. I I think I, but I think Luke Keary I think. I just find with a lot of the things I've been talking about this year if the Roosters are going to be as good as what I've taught them up to be uh they need someone who's really going to be central to this we know that James Tedesco uh is a superstar and he could even well be a contender for this but I have a feeling that um Luke Keary's going to take a real real leadership role this year he was out a lot of last year with um with injury and I think given um Given his experience uh, now, we, we, we don't really think of Luke Keary as um, an established and experienced player, but yeah, he's, he, he's, he broke into first grade in 2014, we're now 2022, so this guy's got a lot of football under his belt. He has had some issues with injury, but if he stays on the field and he's playing every week for the Roosters, I think uh, he's in the, the, the daily end points most week because I think they're winning uh, most games. Hard uh, to um, argue
1: with that, Grant.
0: Yeah, anyone else you think, fellas, worth a worth a mention in this one? Toby obviously, Walker. yeah, yep.
1: Uh,
0: so if like you know, if we look at some of the top teams, we've mentioned you know Turbo Manly, um, you know I've Mitch mentioned a Moses, Mitch Moses.
1: I think he's, he'd be a contender.
0: Yeah. What about we haven't? You know, we've we've all got the Storm in our top four. Uh, who do we think might be the? Um, are we thinking a Cam Munster might be in contention if we're looking at Storm players?
1: You'd think so. Just yeah. one thing on it, Graham. Um, guys who who play more games there are a better chance of winning. So, like Nathan Cleary, for example, and one of the reasons that I didn't think he's going to win it this year is he's missing the first yeah. three games, probably. Yeah, probably yeah. missing another three Origin-related. Um. Hard to make
0: that up. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it is it's hard. You, you've got to do what Turbo did last year, play a small number of games. You've got to pretty much take out. You've got to get points every week that you do play, basically. And, and there's got to be a lot of threes in there. So it's really hard um, if, if you're not playing, you know, the great majority of the games. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, Monster's obviously a contender. Um, Brandon Smith, you know Harry Grant, they're all contenders. Um, thing about Brandon Smith; he don't play Origin, so um, it probably helps his cause because uh, he'll be playing more games. I know he's missing. Actually, he's not missing this week. Of course, that was the big issue last week, mm. uh, judiciary. So um, I think because he um, he's not involved in Origin, I think you know he's a fair chance because number one, he's a very very good player uh, with a point to prove you'd think this year in his last year at the storm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be a contender as well.
0: Yep. Now, and, and obviously we can't give too much insight into what the betting agencies are doing, because I don't think you can actually bet on this anymore, given That's... the, um, Craig Bellamy, uh, coach of the year scandal from a few years back. So, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any betting on that. Um, but yeah, it, it, you just never know with this award. We know a few years back, I think the Warriors came... Did they make the eight? The year 2 of Shek won? I think they came 8th. And 2 of Shek won the award. So I think it's just about being uh, consistent. And as we said, we can argue whether it's the way to go or not. But uh, it's the way we do it. So um, yeah, definitely uh, be exciting to keep track of those points all starting this week. The other thing I want to ask you guys about... Um, Shane Shane gave us a bit of a, a bit of insight, and I was thinking, geez, maybe I should change my uh, response here. But coach to be replaced. We're not doing coach of the year. We'll do the opposite. Who do we think? Because every year we know there's a coach under pressure. There's multiple coaches under pressure. Usually, we see um, a coach, uh, you know, being replaced. Who do you think's the first that's going to be replaced, Shane? are you going with Madge from your tidbits? Yeah.
2: I look, yes, I think everyone in and around the West Tigers is starting to distance themselves. When it's funny funny, when they got Tim Sheen's on board, Tim Sheen's first line was that he wanted a presence in the club. They got rid of, like we said, they got rid of people because because Tim Sheens, they felt, was going to fill that role. And now Tim Sheens is saying, well, I want to take a step back so that McGuire can own everything that happens. That's, um, yeah, that that that's, in, in my mind, that's a bit of code for, um, you know, when crap hits the fan, I don't want to get splattered. So um, I looked at their first eight games. <laughs> if they're 50%, they're lucky. So, um, although I don't think they're going to be the spoon, I, I do think that they're probably going to have their be the first of their coach replaced. If he look, you know, if round ten McGuire still got a job, Tigers are at the very least five and five, and I can't see him being
1: five and five. Hmm.
0: Thoughts on this one, Gaffer? Yeah.
1: yeah, look at before I heard anything about Woodwood Woodwood. Wood, um, and I didn't even know. It was, <laughs> Would he? Yeah. Um, I already had uh, Michael Maguire written down as uh, first to be replaced I thought he uh, he only narrowly escaped being sacked last year And I think that was probably more about the economics of the situation yeah. Yeah. Um, Where he's on quite a, a big contract um, To pay him out for you know extended period of time um, And then they've paid out plenty of coaches over the years probably thought it's not the most prudent economically so um, but uh, I just can't see him winning enough games to 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 see him stay in his job um, I do and I've said it before I think there's better days ahead for that club um, starting in, in 2023 with a couple of very good in in up uh, beside and uh and Isaiah Popoliti. so yep. um, but I don't I don't think Maguire's going to be there. I think someone else will be there um, taking the reins. maybe who knows Cameron Seraldo might be the man who knows. Mm,
0: yeah um, I went a bit of a point of difference and I hope I'm wrong. I, 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 I thought I need to choose someone Who'd you no <laughs> Look, it's not it's not that much of a point of difference but no, yeah, I don't hope I'm that wrong. <laughs> no, for, for the dog's sake, I hope the dogs have a good year. But I feel as though if they don't have a great start, I think Trent Barrett's um, going to be under a lot of pressure. I feel as though with a poor start to the season, they're going to be under all sorts of pressure. And I think they'll um, they'll they'll pull the trigger, especially when you look at the opening couple of games. Uh, the Bulldogs play the Cowboys, then the Broncos. I mean, they do have it. They've got a really tough run after that. They play the Seagulls, Storm, uh, Panthers, and Souths. By round six, uh, they're yeah. I mean, they're yeah. They're playing you know basically the top four teams from last year by round six. I'm not even. They really have to have a big showing this week. Beat the Cowboys. They have to beat the Broncos because I can't see them winning another game then until they play the Broncos in round 7, round 8 they play the Roosters. I just think the start to the year with their draw is just so tough and for a coach under pressure, I worry for Trent Barrett's sake that they're going to pull the trigger by round by round 9, mm-hmm. by May he might be gone. And it's, you know, obviously yes, we, I'm not going to say it's not not his fault, but what I'm saying is I don't think the draw is going to be very kind to yeah, Trent Barrett. I
2: think- I think the thing saving Trent Barrett is exactly what you've talked about, Gray. And Phil Gould's actually highlighted this, this stuff. Um, you know, Phil Gould has said, look, you know, we've got new players coming to the side. We know we know it's a rebuilding phase. You can't rebuild things overnight. You know, I think a lot... Even Terry Lamb come out and said, look, you know, we've got to put faith in what they're building here. We can't, you know... Yeah, and you sort of couple that with, with you know, if you read uh, Benny Elias's comments on the five captains that Tigers have got, it was quite, it's quite a different thing. I think, I think that, I think, maybe he knew he was doing it, maybe didn't. I reckon he did know he was doing it. I think he's already given Barrett an out before Barrett needed one. Now, does that prove that maybe there's a lack of faith? In Barrett, I don't know, but I know that, that, you know, Phil Gould's come out and pretty much said, look, we're rebuilding that, you know, we can't expect results overnight, but they're a club that need results and need them quickly. So I think by halfway through the year, if if they're floundering still with, with these players on board and worse still, these players on board are starting to get a bit annoyed by it. Um, Matt Burton is almost a walk-up start in a lot of NRL clubs, in most, you know. And I think that's where we have to start to understand that if they're floundering, I can't see his job being tenable in any way.
0: Mm. Yes, well, we won't know until um, we start to see some football. Uh, Just quickly, one last one. I'm thinking, fellas... um... Thoughts top try scorer. Anyone jump out as um, someone who might get across the stripe more than others? Griffo.
1: Yeah, I I just want to say one one thing on on Barrett and the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sorry, mate. Um, that's all right. It's a really important game for them this week because, and I don't know if they're favourites or not, but they'll go in as underdogs. You know, for like you went through who they've got, but. I think if if they can get a few wins but put up strong performances and, and if they do go down and they will lose most of those games yeah. against the top sides, if not all of them, but if they can be competitive um and show some attacking flair, I think that'll be enough to sort of for a stay of execution. Hmm. And then when they get into a softer side. Off the draw then they have to start winning otherwise he's yeah. gone but um I, th- I think he'll be okay if they're actually playing well um not necessarily you know on the ladder you know high up but but an expectation that okay we've we've met the strong sides and we've been competitive now here's our chance to to get some points happening um as far as uh as far as you, your top try scorer, um, I've gone for the X-Man, the X-File, Xavier Coates, who's going to the Storm in the place of uh, Josh Addo Carr. We know that Coates is uh, almost, uh, if not the best player in the air, in the high ball. Um, he scored a lot of tries going up for the high ball. But I think like some of the unlike some of the other highball merchants, he's got a lot of pace and he can he's got a very strong running game as well. So I just think he, he's been in a side where he probably hasn't got the cleanest ball that he would have liked. Um but with the guys inside him, he's got the storm. We saw Josh Adokar, he was a try scoring machine. Um Josh Adokar probably more got his tries just from his running. But I think Coates, with his uh, aerial superiority, is going to score plenty of tries that way as well. So I've got him as his top try scorer for 2022.
0: i got Coates as well. I, um, I think that he's going to score a lot of tries. Uh, as you said, Griffo's got some real talent inside of him. He's a real talent himself. And um, I think he's going to turn into one of those great finishers. And um, with that O'Carr leaving the storm, I think he's just a superb replacement. Just a young, quick, um, uh, talented young man. Shano. Turbo. Turbo. Yep. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, look, He's if, if Manly are winning games and scoring a lot of points as we think they are, he's going to be in most things, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I mean I don't think many would argue with that. I actually thought you might continue the eyes theme, Shane, and um, go on
2: Alex Johnston. But um, well, what? He's usually,
0: he's, he's usually up there.
2: That would make it three years in a row if he did.
0: Yeah. Wow. So that that's that's actually quite a quite a
2: I think that and boys don't, I've got to bail soon, but um. Cause I haven't been feeling 100 percent So but um I, I think I think if when you talk about South Sydney, one of the key problems with South this year, if they run, you know, they've they've got to run with a they've got to run with either Taft or um Luttrell in its center. If they don't, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. And and quite frankly, I don't think Johnson's gonna get the service he's been afforded the last Few years, so I, I think Turbo is probably going to take it off him.
0: Yeah, no, definite fair call. Um, just an interesting thought there. We've we've mentioned sort of Storm, Rabbitohs. Um, I'm trying to think. It's it's funny. <laughs> I've been talking about the Roosters all all night. I've been trying to think. I, I I can't see a James Tedesco. You know, scoring many many tries. I feel like theirs might be spread across the park. Yeah. Um, Penrith Panthers, Griffo, just to touch on that while we were talking about the top teams, if you're looking at, say, top try scorer from a club, you know, talking about these premiership contenders, is, is that where you just look at position-wise and, say, like a Brian Toto being a wonderful finisher, a strong body, is he is he the type of bloke you could probably see being uh, their top try scorer, and if someone from the Panthers is going to contend for this, it could be him?
1: First of all, I don't see anyone from the Panthers being contender top try scorer. Um, I'm pretty sure last year their top try scorer was Mark Burton. Um, and I don't think he'll be the who... top
0: one at the Dogs. I think Ado Ocar would have him though. Oh no! <laughs> well, yeah, <it> was just, <laughs> well, well, like he was playing wider
1: last year. Mostly, yeah, mostly he played the centres, so he was uh, he he, um, he was on beautiful. the end of a, a lot of. Uh, Beautiful try in the grand final. Jerome Luai. So it was Luai de Burton for a lot of tries. Um, yeah, I, theoretically, you'd think Charlie Staines would be a chance, but I, I don't I don't see it. He didn't score many tries last year. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a Panther. Um, mm. I don't think the Panthers are going to score as, nearly as many points as teams like the the rabbitoes, the roosters, the storm, um, the seagulls, Penrith. Uh, I don't. Yeah, they're, they're not a team that puts a lot of big scores on on their opposition, and uh, with with some of the losses of, of personnel, I think that's going to be even less likely. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to sit with Xavier Coates.
0: Yep. Yep. Fair call. The other one, I think my sleeper, just to keep my Smoky want to keep nine. Ruben Garrick is my uh, smokey yep. for the top try scorer. He scored a lot of points, a lot of tries last year. So, um, yeah, definitely one to know, a, keep yeah, an eye You know,
2: it's funny. The guy I had as my smokey was Saab. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think
1: Saab scores more tries than Garrick.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just shows how many. Yeah. And Jabojevic is ahead of them both in, in your list as well. That just shows how much strike power is in the, stu- in the um the yeah, seagulls. That back-
1: I think that back three of Manly last year had some sort of record breaking number of tries hmm. um, from memory. When Manly was scoring 50 60, you know, reasonably regularly, and, and it was those three doing most of the try scoring. So they, they came up with some phenomenal numbers of, of tries. But um, as good as they were doing that, they, they couldn't do it against the big team. So um, I guess that leads us into uh, this week somewhat.
0: It does, and look, all that's left to do this week is to talk some footy and to talk about what's going to be happening on the field. Thanks for sh- for joining us, Shano, this week to help us uh, preview yeah, the yeah. season. Feel because, better um, soon, sure, mate. Yeah, yeah, well, we hope you're, you're back. Good. We'll, we'll hear you all about next week. Um, and yeah, we look forward to um, talking you about guys this week's footy with you again.
2: Enjoy take- the footy, everyone. You Take care. You too, Bye.
0: mate. Um, but yeah. The excitement is overwhelming me. It's, um, it's kickoff for the season. I'll tell you what, that
1: mosquito's back.
0: <laughs> well, while Griffo's <laughs> battling the mosquitoes, his Panthers are going to be battling the Manly Seagulls in the season opener. That's tomorrow night, Thursday the 10th of March. Blue Bet Stadium, uh, 8.05 kickoff for those who are watching on TV or going out to Penrith to watch this one. Uh, The team news, look, we're we're probably hitting the biggest team news of the week straight up. Um, The Panthers ruled out their star halfback, Nathan Cleary, on Tuesday morning, confirming that he will miss the opening rounds. They're saying, you know, at least three rounds. Uh, He's still recovering from that off-season shoulder surgery. So from what we're hearing, uh, they're hoping he'll be back on deck for the round four grand final rematch against South. Uh, New recruit Sean O'Sullivan has been named in his place at halfback. Uh, After starting last season on the wing, then being axed, Charlie Staines played fullback in the trial against the Sharks. He's back on the wing. So he's been around the world and finding himself back on the wing. Stephen Crichton uh, in his more comfortable role at centre. After, as we said, uh, Paul Momorowski's departure to the Roosters. Uh, young gun Isaac Tago i have heard a lot about him he's going to slot into that centre's position that's been opened up with Matt Burton leaving the club while Viliami Kikau returns to the starting team after playing more of a bench role late last season Uh, Liam Martin is going to join him in the second row for the Seagulls um, Kalatu has made a shock recovery from an elbow injury they've named him for round one Uh, the New recruit, Ethan Bullimore, is going to join him in the second row with Schuster sign line with an ankle injury. Uh, Speedy Younggun and one of Griffo's favourites, um, Tolu Kula, has been named to make his NRL debut off the bench. Now, it still remains to see what type of role he will play, given that he is an outside back. So uh, keep an eye on that one tomorrow night just to see how much of an impact he has. Josh Alouai will miss the season opener due to suspension, so Osheole, got... Yes, that's right.
1: <laughs> Osheole,
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, It was worth having the daily just for that moment, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh so we've got Sipley and Tapau um coming back, making up the starting pack. Kepi Pasika on the bench. Um I noticed that Dylan Walker is not in the uh extended squad. Um and I haven't heard any news about not this him. one you got the mosquitoes.
1: Mosquito! <laughs>
0: well, now that he doesn't have to worry about the insects, um, doesn't need to call in an expert. But, uh, yeah, big game tomorrow night. And, yeah, the, the Dylan Walker one, just to finish that up, I, I, I'm not sure if he's got an injury. He's not nowhere to be seen in the squad.
1: Yeah, but, I think um, it's an injury, Graham.
0: Is it an injury? Okay, thanks, Griff. I would imagine it would be an injury. But, uh, look, speaking of injury, the biggest injury of all, biggest injury in news this um this round would have to be nathan cleary missing for the panthers uh big season opener but gee um the the best one of the best players in the league won't be uh won't be playing tomorrow night
1: yeah um Graham, uh yesterday you sent me uh sent me the the bad news via or the whatsapp um that was the first i heard of of cleary being out for you know, uh, you know, three three weeks or so, um, and that was like, uh, yeah, very deflating um, as as a Panthers fan because, um, like, I was worried about this game even before uh, Cleary was out. Um, I mean, I'll be there. Uh, uh, hopefully, it's a house full. Sign goes up. Um, you know, if if the weather stays. I mean we had good weather today which is the first time you could really say that in in quite a few weeks probably um so if you know if it's dry tomorrow um hopefully we, we cuz it's it's the first game back at blue bet as premiers first game back at blue bet for you know a long long time we mm. played uh was probably a bit more than half the season up in uh, up in queensland so um, great opportunity for all the Panthers fans and the Sea Eagles fans for that matter to, uh, to get out and, and support their team. Um, so I will have to get pumped up tomorrow. I'm sure I will. Um, but I, I do fear, uh, I do fear the Sea Eagles uh, spoiling the, the party. Um, as I said, even with Nathan Cleary in the side. Um, you know, I, I thought Manly are a big danger. Mm. I am going to tip Penrith because you know, I'm, you know, I'm a Penrith guy, and um, it's very rare that I don't tip him. Um, you know, if, it, if it's sort of 50 50 uh, or even you know, 40 60, I'll probably go with him. And to be fair, I, I think this is almost a 30 70. I really think Manly, if I if I was a neutral, I'd, I'd definitely be tipping Manly um the Penrith outside backs um I, w- I was disappointed with the defense against Parramatta. Penrith won a comp based on on defense and I what, what I saw you know in that last trial game was way below uh the acceptable standard. Manley are a side as we've mentioned that that will kill you out wide um, if you're not on your game in defense with, with turbo playing both sides of the field and then and, and Jason Saab amazing speed Garrick's pretty quick and he scores a lot of tries so both those wingers um, you know if, if there's a criticism I guess of Brian Tottle on what I've seen, um he can get caught in field and i don't mean like on the on your own line but i'm talking about you know 40 50 60 meters out can if he's in uh and we saw it against manley in uh, in the Bathurst game where um they they just got around he doesn't have he's not the fastest winger he's he's up there with the strongest but he hasn't got the pace to match it with a, a Saab, um, or probably not even a Garrick for that matter. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident in what he can do close to on the line, but it's, it's as I said, when there's space, um, that's that's the concern. Isaac uh, Tego, he's got the center position, and I think he's. He is the best player for that position. But again, against Para, um, once or twice, he just looked a little bit uh, unsure of, of what he was going to do. So, um, if, if Penrith's outside backs can, can get the job done in defence, that's going to go a long way towards Penrith taking the two points. Um, the forward pack for Penrith is... Is is one of the better forward packs in the NRL, led by James Fisher Harris. Uh, Isaiah yo at 13 is as good as there is. Um Martin is this Liam uh, Martin is a state of origin, current state of origin player. Billy Ami Kikau is highly rated. He's got uh, a lot of size, a lot of power. Um, he was very strong in defense in the grand final he he needs to fire for this uh, for this side tomorrow night we know Moses Leota um, will make very strong yardage Cory Sals one of the best number 9s in the game with his skill level then i look at the bench and i'm a little bit concerned that the bench of Mitch Kenny Scott Sorensen, Spencer Linew and Matt Eisenhoof, doesn't offer much apart from Spencer. There's not a lot of punch there. Sorensen's a really good player and he's strong in attack and defense, but you don't see him sort of breaking the line too often. Mitch Kenny is a backup hooker who ends up playing a bit of back role. And I, while he's a strong defender, he, again, there's nothing that's going to happen from Mitch Kenny that's going to worry the opposition in attack. Matt Eisenhuth offers some size, but I just think he's a little bit, bit lumbering in attack. So, but in, in, in um, you know, he he just keeps going forward. So that's his big strength. He's a good defender. Um, I just don't think there's a game breaker there uh, off the bench. So it's really important that that first 13 uh, get the job done. The bench guys will hold their own, but they're not going to worry Manley. Uh, but Spencer can, Spencer Lanier, Uh He seemed to play low minutes last year. I really think for Penrith to be successful tomorrow night, but right through the year, we need Spencer playing bigger minutes because and, and, he's a damaging ball runner. Um, on the Manly side of things, attack is all over the park there, um, led by Tommy Turbo. And, and if he has a big night, then Manly win. It's as simple as that. Penrith have got no one that can match Tommy Turbo um, if he's on. They have to control him. The last time these two teams played, they did a really good job in controlling him. He only got one try from a from an intercept. Uh, I'm pretty sure up at uh, up at Bathurst, and Penrith were reasonably convincing winners that night. But they were, they did have Nathan Cleary. Um, Ola Kewatu is a very very good ball runner. Uh, he wasn't was reported he won't go and be playing, but he's been named. Mm. Um, he had a, apparently a dislocated elbow was the injury, um, and not. Uh, It was quite surprising he was named if that was the injury he's coming back pretty early we know Maverick Gaia had the same injury but don't know what's happened to Maverick um, in terms of how long he's out for but if Ola Kawatu does play um, they've just got to be aiming at him every time because that dislocated elbow is going to have an impact on his ability to defend consistently Um, but yeah, look, uh, Sipley's a good player. Croker's a, a quite a good dummy half. Now, to Powell, he's been a strong player for many years. Um Ulimol I like from the Broncos. He's a goer, and Jake Trebojevic is, is is one of the best in the business and has been for a long time. Manly off the bench as it stands, Kula. Uh, yeah, it's interesting they've named an outside back at number 14. Um, whether that actually happens, well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. Um, Carl Lawton can deputise Hooker, uh, but these days is known more as a back rower. But if you know, something with, happens with Croker, Lawton takes over that role. Kepi's a very good young prop, and Paseka is a man-mountain. Um So there's a lot of uh, damaging players there, even without, they are missing, of course, Josh Schuster, as well as Dylan Walker. Yeah. So this is not quite Manly's strongest side, but it's pretty close. Uh, Penrith aren't missing a lot of players, but they're missing their best player. Um, As I said earlier, I'm tipping the Panthers largely because I'm a Panthers supporter. If I was neutral, I'd be uh, I'd be on the Eagles' scream.
0: Yeah, it it sort of tells the tale of my week. I um I got really excited about the carpool rugby league tipping comp, and um I put my tips in. I think on Monday I thought oh, I'm going to start, going I put my tips in, and you know because I was I was looking at this game closely because on the tipping comp it is the first game of the week, so we have to put the margin in. And um before I heard Cleary was out, I had the Panthers by twelve. Um, And to give you an an idea of the impact one player can make, I've now got the Manly Seagulls by six. Uh, I've changed my tip. I know Shane, for those wondering, um, he's also gone Manly, and I have a feeling that he was very similar to me. The the impact of Cleary being out is enough to to change a tip and to to sway it in the way of of Manly for mine. And it, it is just interesting, too, when we look at the Manly side, Especially from last year, they are quite settled. You mentioned that Ethan Bullimore's coming in. I think he'll be a great addition. I'm really looking forward to for me the um the, the big clash I'm looking forward to to tomorrow night is um the battles of the, the locks. I mean we've got the um the captain, Isaiah Yo taking on Jake Troboyovich. Um they're they're just two phenomenal talents and I just think they're so important to to their teams. Um but yeah, I I think this is one of those ones, Griffo, where this time tomorrow night, it'll be on um, as we record this. We're recording now on on Wednesday evening. Um, I think this is just one of those ones where you sit back and you just watch some some wonderful rugby league because we've got two very talented teams going head-to-head. But, um, yeah, the Cleary plays. I'm going Panthers. Unfortunately, for Penrith is out, so um, I'm going Manly in this one.
1: Okay, now just before we move on, Green, you mentioned the tipping comp. Um, I just got a message from one of our good friends and uh, one of our very loyal listeners, uh, Randall.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> and he, he wants in. He wants in. So, um, so a shout out to Randall. He, he was uh, he was a big fan of our 1982 special. He sent me a message of how much he uh, enjoyed it. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. So yep. we'll, we'll get him those details. Um,
0: we'll have to pass those on. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah,
0: so um yeah, um gee this one could go either way, but uh yeah. I see where you're going, penrith Griffo, but for me I think uh clear being out just uh, pushes it in Manley's favour. Yeah. Okay, moving on to our second game of the round. Uh, This will take place on Friday evening. Uh, As we know, on Friday there are two games. This is the first of those two games. It'll be the Canberra Raiders taking on the Cronulla Sharks in Canberra GIO Stadium. (coughs) This one will uh, kick off at 6 p.m. Uh, For the Raiders, uh, Captain Jared Croker will start the year in reserve grade after missing out on the 17. So lucky Shano's not listening to this because he was a big fan of Croker. Um James Schiller I think it is is making his debut in the centers. Schiller. Is it Schiller is that how you pronounce yeah, it Yeah
1: it's a, it's a bit uh sh in this team there's two new uh, two debutants there yeah. but it's all shush, shush, Schiller and Schneider.
0: Yeah Schiller and Schneider Schneider I'm doing all right with in regards to the pronounce, the pronunciation um he, uh, Schneider he's going to slot in at half back to replace Jamal Fogarty um, Chance Nickel Clockstad, he's uh won the race for the number one jersey. So Xavier Savage will uh, also buy his time in the New South Wales Cup. A new recruit, Adam Elliott, has picked up a spot on the bench, while Josh Hodgson will start a hooker with Tom Starling coming off the bench as well. Um, Semi valumier comes onto the wing with Rapiner out due to suspension, which we talked um in detail about in the pre-season episodes. For the Sharks, Matt Moylan, he's going to play 5'8", and he'll partner Nico Hines in the halves, as we expected. Um, Ronaldo is going to go into the centres, which will allow um, Mac- Matt Ikevalu uh, onto the wing. I was just looking there to see who's going to take that spot. New recruit from the Roosters, Matt Ikevalu. Um Please remember that Cameron McInnes... Was signed to play at lock, but uh, he's had another injury setback. He's not playing, so uh, the logical replacement there is another new player coming in. That's Dal Finucane. He's been named at number 13. Um, Rudolph and Hamlin Nuelle are going to start up front in 8 and 10. Uh, Wade Graham out with an ankle injury, which means Wilton will play in the second row. Uh, Andrew Fafida picked up a bench spot. Uh, which is good to see, especially after some of the health concerns he's had. Uh, so, too, Royce Hunt. Um, Connor Tracy missing from the squad. Uh, the club telling us, Grippo, that, that he's injured. got a bit of groin soreness. That's oh. a direct quote, uh, apparently okay. after the last him. trials. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he's given the groin a fair <laughs> workout by the sounds of it. Um, yeah. So much so that he can't get down to Canberra. All yeah. right. Um
1: well I would have been right. I <laughs> <laughs> would have been so, available. So we got the, we got the sharks.
0: No no one needs to worry about Griffo, there's confirmation of it. Um, sharks, both of us had now top eight. Uh, we we've talked about Canberra a bit in the offseason. Neither of us see them as a top eight team, but I don't think they're going to be too far behind them. I think this could be a game this weekend, Griffo. That could very well split some of the tipsters.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I do agree. I, I, I look at I looked at it earlier before we um, before we started, and I thought it really interesting, Graham. That to me, essentially, the Sharks have four props on the bench. I mean, Talaka I guess, is more of a back rower, but. Mm. Tolman's a prop. He don't play anywhere else. Big Royce bench. Hunt is a. Well, it's. I think it's an unbalanced bench, to be honest. Royce Hunt is a prop, and Fifita is a prop. Um, I guess. You know.
0: Oh, just lost. Well, I just lost you there for a minute, mate. Maybe just uh, go over that last point again because just um we just lost oh so you. so are you with yeah. me now or? got you now do, it's a bit say.
1: okay look yeah it was oh, it was the uh, two pressure bench i was just saying they got four props on the bench yeah yep. can you hear me
0: yeah i got you now
1: okay all right okay my apologies listeners of course uh, regular listeners would know the <laughs> so weekly of that Mind you, it's taken a while tonight. But, yeah, you're done well. Um, We're
0: a couple of hours in and the yeah. Internet I just started. But um Yeah.
1: I haven't uh, had to drop an F bomb or anything. but
0: <laughs> um, So yeah, yeah the I four men the four man forward bench.
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't think it'll start that way, I'll be honest. I think someone will one of those props will make way for even maybe like a Luke Metcalf. Um, just yeah. someone dynamic that can come on and um, you know, potentially uh, set up a try or score a try to win the game. I, I just don't see that with a bench of Tolman, Talakai, Hunt, and, and Fifita. Um, in saying, well, and look at the Raiders' bench. I mean, they've got Tom Stahl in there who, who can be that guy. Um, Gouler and Horsbro are essentially props. Adam Elliott's uh, a lot of Buck Ross. So, I think they've got a better balanced bench. The Raiders. Um, I'd never heard of of James Schiller before. I'd heard of Schneider. Mm. Um, so you know, yes. is it going to be the Schiller in, uh, in Manila or uh, or you know where are they playing this in Canberra? Okay. Um, now the, the, it's hard to get a rhyme out of Schiller in Canberra, but um, but uh, it could be uh, you know it could be the Michael Jackson uh, Thriller in 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 Canberra in know. the centres and, and good luck to him. I'd never heard of him making his debut the, the um, shiller thriller yeah that's that's a, right that that'll that'll be the headline if uh if if it comes up trumps but um yeah this is a hard one to pick out. i mean i've named the sharks in the top eight and to be in the top eight i've got them ahead of the raiders um i look at these two teams and and i, and I do you know raiders in canberra generally traditionally have been uh, Hard to beat, but last year the, uh before things went up to Queensland, they, they lost a lot of games at home. Um, and I, I will, I just lean towards the Sharks here, but I think I do like the look of the the Raiders forward pack. Um, Topping now a prop. Traditionally, we've seen him at uh, a at thirteen. Elliot Whitehead, who who we've you know always seen as a, a wide running forward, he's he's got to play through the middle now. He's a really good player, Elliot Whitehead. Harawira Naira is a really strong ball runner. And, and Hudson Young, um, now he's got a lot of the uh, silliness out of his game, um, he's a, he's an all-round footballer. a hard runner, Not the biggest guy, but hard runner, strong in defense. Um, I actually do like the look of that forward pack for the Raiders. Some question marks in the back line. Yeah. Um, with two guys making their debut, uh, we know that uh, Nick Kockuschanski. He's a, he's an outstanding player. Uh, Nick Kotrick back at home. He was really good when he was at the Raiders. Um, at the Dogs, he wasn't so good, but he's back at home. He'll be looking for a big game in his first one. Timoko's got big raps on him. He's an inexperienced player, but you know he's he's he's. he's there's a lot of raps on the guy. Um, Semi Valiumai, you know, for me, he's still a rock diamonds merchant. Um, Jack White had a poor year last year, but is you know the year before was Daliam, player of the year. And Schneider again, he's another young guy with a lot of raps on him. Um, yeah, I really look forward to this game. You know, sometimes you just, and obviously. You always look forward to your own team playing, but I, I think this is this really is a toss of the coin. Um, I lean to I'm just going gonna, gonna to tip the sharks simply because I think you know they're going to have a better season than the raiders. But as I look at the teams, um, I think sharks for mine in the back line look stronger, yeah. Um, raiders slightly better in the forwards, but it's I like the pack, it's it's not a big pack for the sharks, but but there's plenty of uh, plenty of skill and, and, and good runners there. Um, I would like to see Luke Metcalf come on to the bench for either a, a Royce Hunt or, or an Aiden Tolman, but uh, I'm going to run with uh, Sharks. Graham. Graham?
0: Yeah, I'm going to the Sharks too. Um, I, was, I was actually going to make a big point about their backline. I just feel as though there might be a bit more spark in that back line, a few more points in them. Um, really interested to see how Nico Hines goes in this one, but um, just a, just a bit of info on um, some of the new blokes in the the Raiders team. Um, James Schiller, um, from what I understand, he has played lower grades footy at the Dragons. And right. from what I'm also hearing, he's also the nephew of brett Mullins, so um,
1: oh okay
0: there's a it's a it's a big day in that family well, he was um, a real
1: thriller Brett Mullins he, he was, was one of the he was i mean, i, I not know how much the... you saw of brett Mullins Graham yeah, um, and
0: then in that nineties team i I actually remember being you know being a kid and that that team say around that ninety four and then you know yep, I just, I of just the... have memories yeah oh, okay they had so the milk you'd see that. Up. Yeah, oh, geez, yep. and the, the speed he showed and then even some of our younger listeners would even remember him as um as a rooster. He mm. it, is a... is a, a comp
1: with the roosters, I believe. Um, yeah. Was that the Sonny Bill year or, or was it might have been one earlier on? Or maybe it was um, when Brad Fittler was captain. I, that's probably more likely. It was more
0: thing. probably, yeah, the uh, O2 vintage. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. feeling... Um, yeah, because he would have been more. You know, my memories are more in the in the nineties for Canberra, but yeah, um, yeah. absolute speedster and um, yeah, yeah, second generation. He's got a footballer. feeling.
1: Um, just on you mentioned uh, Brett Mullins. Um, got a feeling Jack Hetherington is the grandson of of uh, Bill Mullins, who's who's uh, Brett Mullins' dad.
0: Yeah, right. Um,
1: so... Bill Mullins was a was part of that great rooster's side from the mid seventies, um, a very, very good winger. I don't know if he represented, um, but at the time, uh, I was a magpies fan and and the magpies had Russell Mullins, uh, Bill's brother. So there's a genetic bloodline there of absolute quality, I believe in that family. So, uh, interesting that, uh, you say that James Schiller is, uh, is part of that gene pool. So I'm going to say he's going to be uh, having a fair bit of speed and he's going to be a pretty handy player.
0: Yeah. And, and I think even for, um, for Schiller and a lot of the players, um, and I suppose to the fans, I should say more so, um, people are calling it a bit of, bit of a shock, um, announcement when he was, uh, put in the side this week. So hopefully he does well, but, um, yeah, he, he only, I mean, and the hard thing is with all these players, uh, they, the New South Wales Cup, there wasn't really much of a competition to talk about last year. So uh, some of these footballers we haven't had an opportunity to see. And from what I'm hearing, um, I think uh, Schneider might have been um, a Tiger so look for for, right. for Schneider. Okay. It's really it's a, he's, he's probably made a good move and got out of the um, get out of the the Tigers there. But I think given that um, you know when um Jamal Fogarty uh, suffered that knee injury and yeah it I I th- I think they they were looking for for some backup. So obviously there's a great opportunity for Schneider. But as I said, I, yeah. Sorry, go Griff.
1: I was just what I heard this morning was that um, the management of Jock Madden from the Tigers. You mentioned the Tigers a moment ago. Um, the management of Jock Madden is, is trying to see if they can uh, get him down at the Raiders, but the Raiders sort of said, "Look, you know, we're gonna we've got our own man here, Brad Schneider. We're gonna give him a go." So um, interesting to see if if Schneider doesn't work out, whether they bring in Jock Madden, who um, again a highly credentialed player and. Uh, He's done very well in the lower grades, but just can't seem to get into the Tigers first grade side. So, um, yeah, well, we'll I guess we we'll watch this space. But from what I've heard, Schneider's a pretty handy uh, player, he's got a bit of size about him for a half. Um, uh, so interesting to see two, two young guys making their debut on the same night. Big, mm. big night for the Raiders,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, no, nah, definitely definitely a big night. Um, I've got the Sharks. You've got the Sharks uh, for those keeping squad home. Shano's gone Canberra with this one. So um, I, I think this could be one to keep an eye on with the tipping comp because, um, yeah, I think the tips is going to be split across that game on Friday. <laughs> All right, moving on to our second game on Friday night. Uh, this game here was billed as the uh, the Adam Reynolds versus South Sydney matchup. Um, however, Kevin Walters uh, made the call uh, to go with Billy Walters and Albert Kelly, uh, Adam Reynolds and Tyson Gamble. Um, depends on what you who you talk to. Uh, I'm hearing from some sources that they're unavailable during to, due to COVID protocols. Um, I'm hearing from other people that Reynolds was passing his COVID protocol and there's other reasons he's not playing. Look, regardless, neither Reynolds or Gamble um, are in the team that was announced yesterday. Um, Corey Pakes and um, Kobe Hedrington, also um, players that aren't there. Um, Obviously, COVID has had a massive impact on the, the Broncos, um, there was a lot of talk about Corey Oates not getting a go in this side. However, I noticed that he is wearing the number two this week. And as we, um, would expect, Selwyn Cobo is going to be on the other wing. So, uh, keep an eye out for him because he's an absolute star of the future. So that allows Jermaine Asako to be playing fullback. Um, Flegler suspended for this one. Um, something to keep in mind. And also, um... Ryan James, I've also noticed, is on the bench there, so he'll be playing his first game in Broncos colours. For the South Sydney team, uh, Lachlan Ilias will take up the number seven jersey, as we expected, alongside Cody Walker in the halves. Blake Taff will play fullback this week with Latrell Mitchell, not due back till next week due to his suspension. Jackson Paulo will play centres. That's been a topic of conversation on the podcast, Griffo. But um, Tane Milne has scored that wing spot over Josh Mansour. Uh, Good news for South is that their skipper Cam Murray has been named. Uh, There was a bit of concern, especially given that Nathan Cleary is out, given the fact that they had the same surgery around the same time. Um, Havili and Michael Cheekham also on the bench this week due to play their first games for South Sydney um no, it kind of feels like a bit of an anticlimax, uh in a sense griffo we had this big story oh, yeah. where um adam reynolds was coming up against south sydney and uh unfortunately for him and the broncos um he's one of many players who'll be missing for them this week which um will make the task against south sydney uh a lot tougher than they'd hoped
1: yeah absolutely um Really interesting, some of the selections uh, for both sides. Um, A player that I didn't even know was with the Broncos, listed at number 17, Tyrone Roberts. That's, uh, I'm assuming, the former Gold Coast. I think he played at a few clubs, the Newcastle Knights uh, as well. Yep, yep, yep. That's the same guy, is it?
0: Yeah, as far as I'm aware. I didn't um, even know he was on their roster. The only Tyrone Roberts I know. Now, last I heard, I think he was playing... you know, in, in lower grades in Queensland Cup, and okay. um, I think there was, you know, I, I didn't hear much more uh, about it, but um, I think he was going to play maybe with Norths. Does that sound about right? Oh, no. North Devils, and I, I think this is one of those um train and trial deals. And due to the players that are out for Brisbane, they've had to call on him,
1: yeah, interesting. Like, we've got um. I don't know whether Tyson Gamble is... He must be injured because he's not even listed in the top I think, 24, so... I think
0: he got caught up um, in the COVID thing.
1: Oh, Hold okay. On, I'm right. yeah. He's, yeah, because I would have thought he would have been there somewhere, but yeah. he's, he's not listed, so that makes sense. Um, Tui Rabati, is is he the same as TC Rabati uh, that was playing with him last year? Young guy? Yes. Fiery... I- uh, big fella yes i'm sure it's one of the same so he, yeah this he is offers a, something off the bench i think that's an aj so, Brinson, um
0: situation where
1: okay all right yeah. so we because i remember when he came in the, everyone he's said TC. well you know what's your name so he comes tc yeah uh, and um anyway um now he's Tui. Uh, but fair enough he'd be whatever he likes you know it's his name he do be whatever he likes I'm a little bit surprised uh, maybe Jordan Pereira didn't uh, didn't get uh, into the 17 um, particularly new uh, in Asako at fullback but you know fair enough um, interesting Making his Broncos debut at number six uh, in the jersey made by his dad is is, is Billy Walters um, in the halves there with Albert Kelly while, while uh, Reynolds is out with his injury or COVID. Um, interesting also, one of Shano's favourites, Michael Cheekham. Shano's been singing his praises for a number of years. Uh, while he's been at the West Tigers, he's he's made the uh, 17. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see Chican, Uh He scored an amazing try for the Tigers to win him a game against the Broncos uh, a few years ago, and uh, maybe he can do the same for the Bunnies uh, tomorrow night. Um, I like the look of the Souths forward pack. You mentioned Cam Mori listed there. Um, same surgery as Nathan Cleary with about 1 20th of the publicity.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: so there'll be a lot of people that can, didn't even know Cam Morey had a shoulder injury. Um, it, you know, it's not that it's been secret. It just hasn't made the headlines. Um, so he will lead the Rabbitohs, I think, for the first time. Um, certainly yeah. he's, the, he's the leader this year now. Um, that forward pack of, of Totola, uh, Cook, Smashing Baby, uh, Kaloma Tongi, Arrow, and Murray. That's a pretty good pack. And you got on the bench there Jacob Host, uh, Havili, who can play a few roles. Tom Burgess was really good uh, last year for him. And, and Chi Kam, again, who can play a range of positions. He can play in the centers, play in the back row. So it's a well balanced bench. Um, they got Cody Walker. Cody Walker is the most damaging, or well, the, the most dangerous player on the field. Um, and I think he gets the Rabbitohs home along with the with that strong forward pack. Um, the Broncos, without Adam Reynolds, one would think are going to be similar to the Broncos of twenty twenty one. Oh, sorry, mm, yeah, twenty twenty one um they have got Kurt Capewell which strengthens up the forwards i don't know if kurt capewell is the captain he is or not he is he is, he is the okay well he would have, yes. to me would have been the choice um obviously Payne Haas is a leader in the team but um so the captain uh, will be kurt capewell and um making his broncos debut there's a lot of forward power in that pack um With the Broncos, again, this is a game that, as you know, a neutral observer, I'm really looking forward to this game, and and I don't always say that with the Broncos on a Friday night, Um, but it is the first game of the year, so it's the first time for the Broncos on a Friday night this year. I dare say not the last. (laughs) Um, Who'd have thought? uh, For the Broncos, I think they're targeting Jackson Paulo in the centres. Agreed. Um when you've got I don't know whether it's Katoni Stags or Herbie Farmworth matching up on, on Paulo, but I really think that's gonna be where they're gonna be running out. They get you know, Jordan Ricky uh Tui Ribati when he comes on. I think those guys straight at uh, straight at Paulo, he's gonna be under a lot of pressure. Um that just that South back line does not look anything like um, the lethal back line. No. Particularly the left hand side that we saw last year. Yes, they've got Cody Walker. Yes, they've got Alex Johnson out wide, but what's in between is not quite as strong. There's mm. no Luttrell coming into, you know, into the back line. Taft's a good player, very good player. Um but uh yeah, I i I lean towards South. I was gonna say it's a toss of the coin. Um, And to be fair, if if Adam Reynolds was lining up for the Broncos, I'd be tempted to tip the Broncos, but he's not there. Um, While they've got a lot of good pieces to the puzzle, um, again, the the puzzle's not a clear one with uh, basically a new halves combination. Well, it is a new halves combination. Um, I've got to lean towards Souths, given their, their very strong forward pack, Cody Walker, out there. Uh, I think he gets him home in a close one. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that left hand side of South Sydney um, and the impact that Jackson Paulo and Blake Taff may have. Um, but it doesn't seem as scary to uh, opposition sides when you're, um, yeah, when when you take Latrell Mitchell and Dane Gagai out of that left edge. So that's the That's the unknown. Um, the the other unknown really for them is Lachlan Ilias. Um, we we've seen him in. In the trials, we've seen a little bit of him here and there. Um, you know, obviously, m- most of what we've seen uh, are in competitions like you know Jersey Flag a few years back and uh, the lower grades. But um, being a regular week in, week out first choice halfback is a big responsibility for a club, and especially a club like South Sydney, uh, who are expected to um, be a top eight team and and possibly top four contender and the the grand finalists from last year. Um. So yeah. Look, I think the forward pack battle is going to be really, really. Um. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I think the South Sydney, as I've said, have one of the best uh, back rows in the competition. And I, I think now, when you have a look at Kirk Capor coming into the um the Broncos side, their forward pack is looking uh very strong, and they've got some uh, some good players coming off. Off the bench there as well. Um, very interesting with some of the benches we see in in the modern day game. Um, you know, with with South Sydney, um, Havili and and Haveli's Got Havili's played a lot of a lot of hooker, and obviously he's uh, he's one of those blokes that just slots in where you need him, possibly in the back row. Cheekham's played back row and and centres. Um and, and even though Jacob Host has played a lot of prop, he has played uh back row as well. So um it'd be interesting it's well to see balanced
1: strength.
0: It'd be interesting to see how they use that that forward rotation. Um I think uh you're gonna see some good minutes obviously from the South Sydney back row with uh, a bit of a shuffle. Obviously Tom Burgess coming on to to help out the props, but um wouldn't even be surprised to see, you know, host play up front and um yeah, Chicam and Havili just slot in wherever because I'd imagine Cameron Murray, Jai and Kaloa Matangi are going to play some big minutes this week. So, um, you know, the, the, there's some exciting things around the South Sydney forward pack. For the Broncos side, my, the, the excitement for me comes in their backline. Um, Selwyn Cobo is a player I want to keep an eye on. Um, and I also really, I, I've been talking for, for a number of years. Uh, ever since he came in, about his talent. That's Tony Staggs. Uh If he has... I hope he really has a good year because this is a young bloke who has had some some challenges in regards to, you know, not only on the field but off the field. But, yeah. but when he plays at his best, geez, good. Geez, dangerous. And he was a bloke, you know, we were talking about a couple of years back with origin contention and so on and so forth, and we know just how good uh, the centres are for the Origin team. So I hope he gets back into form, and also I hope that I just I just hope they all play to their best. This Broncos side, because the fans of Brisbane, um, they, they've been traditionally successful. It's been a pretty tough couple of years, and they're they're looking to to build the team, and they've got that much confidence in their coach that they've resigned him before a oh. ball's been kicked. They have a lot um,
1: more confidence in him than what I have.
0: I reckon the reason he's asked for the upgrade now is so that the results can't be held against him. Um, and look, this this Adam Reynolds thing. This is going to be very interesting. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors about this injury, and um, you could imagine that Brisbane do not want to uh, admit or be seen to have uh, bought damaged goods. So. Um, Yeah, we'll keep an keep an eye on that one.
1: Four years.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's
0: exactly right. A long contract in on big money, um, unavailable against his former club. So, look, as you'd imagine, I'm going south. Um, But um, yeah, this this is a funny one. I I, I think as soon as I heard Reynolds was out, everyone just went off the Broncos, and even you know, sports bet have them blown out to three seventy five. Wow. I wish I, I see it like that. No. As a, as a Rabidows fan, I wish I could be as confident as them. But uh, as you can imagine, I'm tipping South. Shano's tipping South. Griffo, you've got South. Yeah, um, I've got
1: South. But, you know, like, yeah. obviously, uh, Katoni Staggs is going to keep them on their toes, isn't he?
0: I think he will be uh, all over them. And, um, yeah, he's. Uh, I'm expecting some fancy footwork from uh, Katoni. Catoni. <laughs> All right, um, that's that's Friday
2: night sorted. Well, um, and that's also, also the football Us from the Dragons.
1: You've got ah the, the yeah. Uh- well, at least Catoni didn't
0: bite. <laughs> True, Madison Bartlett. Uh, I should have called a bitelet. That would have been a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, a bit slow on that, but anyway. Well,
1: she she did plead guilty, so you know you couldn't be sued for it, could you? True. Yeah. Well,
0: anyway. Shit, eh? Um, <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Um, our favourites to um, to get the minor premiership, the Sydney Roosters. They take on the Newcastle Knights. There's to, to be a lot of red, white, and blue at the uh, cricket ground well, yeah, at 3pm. Yeah. Um, huge boost for the Roosters. As I mentioned before, Luke Keery's a big part of this team. Uh, he's named in the halves. There was a little bit of talk that he may not... Um, May not be good to go. He had an injury setback in the uh, preseason. He's in the number seven jersey. Sam Walker named in number six. Um, Paul Momorowski straight into the um, starting lineup on the wing. Uh, so that was a that was a slot that was really um, uh, opened up with Morris uh, retiring and also Ikevalu leaving. So um, Momorowski the obvious choice there. Billy Smith, uh, he's been named in the centres, um, which will take the place of the other Morris, Josh. Uh, Sam Verrill's out suspended, so Connor Watson's going to play hooker with Drew Hutchinson coming onto the bench. Lindsay Collins returning from his ACL injury, he's going to start with Takiaho on the bench. And uh, as I mentioned before, a lot of the reports are saying that Sam Walker will be the go-to goal kicker. For the Newcastle Knights, uh, Kalen Ponga is going to step into the captaincy role. Adam Clune is going to form a new look halves combination with Jake Clifford wearing the number six. Uh Chris Randall's gonna play Hooker uh for Jaden Brayley. Well Kurt Mann, he's in at uh lock. He's sort of their uh Mr. Fixit Mr. slot lock. again.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: he's he's sort of whenever that I reckon they name the team. And if they've got a spot and there's no one there, they just put Kurt Mann in. Um he's like Bob the Builder, he's Mr. Fixit. They'll They'll put him in wherever he needs to be. Yeah.
1: Um, Has Mitch Barnett upset someone that he's not in the starting lineup?
0: Yeah, well, Mitch Barnett. Yeah, I would the, have had
1: him at 13.
0: On the bench this week. So that's an interesting um, development uh, where they're looking for some impact to come off the bench. Um, you know, given that they have they lose a bit um, with um, Suasu Su out to suspension. Um Daniel Saifidi also out with a... I think he got a broken leg. Yeah, this his...
1: was, this is something we didn't uh, mention. he got a broken yeah, leg, it's broke Graham, his... due to uh, the hip Tibia. drop from mm. Thompson from the Bulldogs who copped a fine. Yep. That's not fine by me. And uh, it's certainly not fine the Knights are filming.
0: We could just about go back to the last couple of podcasts, you know, go to the start and talk about this issue and just go again because... Yeah, the inconsistency, and 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 this is one that's caused an injury. And yeah, anyway, look,
2: um, yeah. So so that basically, well, their yeah.
1: their number one forward is out of the game for yeah, four weeks. That's right, due to so an illegal play. Yep, so he's got a
0: um, broken tibia, which is basically a shin bone. Uh, his brothers there though, uh, Jacob Siafidi and clamor they're going to start. Crossland is going to be on the bench. Um, I'd say he'd play a uh, sort of utility role there. Yeah. Uh, Thompson also. I've named never heard player. of Leo Thompson. Leo Thompson's another player I don't know a lot about. He's um, making his debut, as far as I'm aware. Um, and also, too, we talked about the um, the hole left by Dane Gagai at South. Uh, he's going to be wearing the number three for the Knights this week. He's going back to um, the Knights after four years at South. Um, Dominic Young's on the wing, and I think he would be taking the place that last year and in the trials might have been uh, played by Heimel Hunt, who's out with a knee injury. Okay. So look, they've got a bit of a bit of a rollover of personnel. Um, the Knights. Edric Lee.
1: Edric is he? He's the forgotten man of rugby league. Uh, he didn't play at all, I don't think, last year. I still, thought he was with the Knights, but. I don't know what's happened to Edric. He's he's sort of dropped off the face of the earth.
0: Yeah, because he was actually um you know, one of the one of the go-tos. He, actually, origin. he played origin. Yeah, yeah.
1: In that that origin 2020. It was in November.
0: Yeah. Um, yep. Which and, isn't that long ago given it was at the end of the season in 2020.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether he got injured in that in the origin or not, but I don't think we saw him at all last year due to injury. And you know, he's like I said, he's he's just dropped off the the face of the earth, Edric Lee. I don't know what's happened there.
3: Mm. I a... Edric
1: is a cousin of, of Patty Mills. Pretty sure. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Dude, there's some yeah. uh, sporting talent in that family oh, as well. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe he's gone to play with the Nets. He could be. <laughs> maybe that's why he's he's gone from night to net. Um,
0: um I'm just trying to get some more information on Edric Lee. Um, all of last season. Um, due to foot fractures. He had issues with, um... Well, not still to, Liz
1: Frank, was it?
0: It Well, the first one was a stress fracture when he was at training. And then, um, he, he had a, yeah, he had a stress fracture, which then progressed to a, to a, um, a more severe fracture, which ruled him out for the season. And just looking, um, yeah, it's, um... Gosh, that's a big injury to come come back from because there's a you know weight bearing injury, that's yes, uh, that's, that, that's not a good one. And um, geez, you know he's he's looking at. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, you know, working it out here. But you know, that's a, that's a whole year out given
1: the off season. We're
0: we're talk, we're talking, you know, four or five hundred days without a game
1: of football. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I uh, you know, wish him all the best, uh, Edric. Oh. Um, he sort of had a, an up and down career. I remember watching him as, uh, at Penrith stadium, uh, in an under 20s game, New South Wales v Queensland. And uh, he played really strongly. It was, it was very, very thin. Like he was just as tall, but, um, played well. And, uh, you know, he's been at the Raiders. He's I think he had the Sharks and Knights. He's been a bit of a journeyman, but a uh, good player. Um, hope he gets back. But uh, as far as this game goes, I can't see anything but a roosters win. Uh, I'll be going mm. all in on the roosters for for any sort of um, knockout competition. There, my, my uh, you know, our, our competition in our, our school. Uh, when we've got the joker and the thief, where you know you get uh, maximum points for. The team you choose, you know, if the Roosters yes. win by thirty, I'll be putting plus thirty down for this week. Um, yeah,
2: this if they lose by right.
1: twenty, I'm minus twenty. So, um, but I've got Roosters there in any competition I'm in where there's uh, some sort of a knockout. Um, Roosters are my team this week, Graham. What do you think? Yeah,
0: I've got Roosters for knockout. I think this is probably the um, the biggest favorite of the weekend. the The Sydney Roosters this week. Uh, for many re- reasons that we've talked about before. Uh, I think they're going to win a lot of games this year and even against the teams that um, are in form and have a lot more strike in them than the, the Knights. I'd even, you know, be be, oh. be going towards the Roosters and I, I don't think they'll get near them. Shana's Kiri, got the Roosters. Manu, Tedesco,
1: yeah. there's quality there. Victor Rudley, Crichton, Tupinua, I'm Connor Watson playing against his old team. I think yep. he's going to have a big game.
0: And obviously, um, we're seeing Joey Manu come back uh, from that injury sustained yeah. uh, in that collision uh, that saw Latrell Mitchell suspended for... Um, well, he's still out-suspended, but yeah, too much talent across the park. Yeah. Um, yeah Interesting.
1: I, uh, yeah, go, Graham. I'll, nah, I'll I was back just back. I was just
0: very just quickly just saying on the nights. I just, I, I just really hope that um, the halves provide some service for the back line because... Dane guy Bradman best and Caelan are at their best um, very talented footballers oh, and a absolutely. lot of a lot of opportunity there so I hope they get the service and um and they can um yeah yeah show what they're made of
1: i are just going to say interesting that Sam Walker wears the 6 and Luke Kerry the 7 mm. um we've only seen Sam Walker pretty much as a 7 and and Keery as a 6 so whether that makes a whole lot of difference I'm not quite sure but uh, Gee, there's some quality in that rooster side, uh, and, and and while there is definitely quality, and you mentioned some of those guys in the night side, I, I just can't see him matching the roosters. Um, I think roosters by a bit.
0: Yeah, and you still got um, yeah, you still got players to come back. You know, Sam yeah. Barrell's still got to come back into this side. Yeah.
1: Suwali.
0: yeah, yeah, Joe Sawali's still in, but yeah, work, I remember. Yeah, um, yeah, unbelievable. Great talent across the park. Uh, Roosters will win this, you'd expect. All right, continuing on with the games on Saturday, 5:30 p.m. We'll see the New Zealand Warriors take on the St. George Illawarra Dragons at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Uh, for the Warriors, Sean Johnson making his return to the Warriors lineup. He will partner Cody Nikorima in the halves, while Harris Tavita will play fullback, whilst Reese Walsh is uh is he still out suspended this week? Yeah, he comes back next week. Is that yeah,
1: right? Yeah, uh, yeah, because he had a yeah. two match ban for yeah. cocaine use. That um, <laughs> and then he got one week taken <laughs> off uh for not being picked in the Indigenous side that he never played for yeah. uh before, and uh, it's a schmozzle, But yeah. uh, he's he's out of this game, but he's back next week, so. So, yeah, oh. that's
0: that's why um, we're seeing Harris Tevita at fullback. That's Reese Walsh's yeah, jersey next week. Yeah. yeah, he mainly played in the Haas uh, in his career. So, with Nick Arima, Sean Johnson, and Harris Tevita all in the side, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out for them while Walsh is out. Um, Adam Fanua Blake, he'll be the skipper while Tahu Harris is out with a knee injury. That's a big name for them missing. Um, joining Fanua Blake up front is Buntia Foer. While Matt Lodge sits out due to suspension. That's not like him. Um, Aaron Penne has been named on the bench to make his debut. Um, Ash Taylor, Jesse Arthurs. Not in the 17, but in the uh, the squad. So, Ash Taylor, number 20. Jesse Arthurs, 24. Um, yeah, there's a bit of... Bit of movement in this side here. Um, and Griffo, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but also the Dragons team. Um, George Burgess, um,
1: reserve grade apparently.
0: Yeah, he's been overlooked. And uh, I think Tarek Sims, I can't see him in the side, injured still he's injured. still injured. Yes, okay, injured okay. Um, Jack Bird and Jaden Sewer starting in the second row with um. Jack Gajewski on the bench, uh, Tyrell Sloan at fullback, as you would imagine. Um, Amone, after his uh, great trial form, uh, he's going to feature at number six, and uh, also Cody um, Ramsey. Yes, he's on the he's on the wing there. I just want to double check that he's. Also there, uh, Blake Laurie going to start at prop. Francis Molo on the bench alongside Josh Kerr. Moses and Mbaye uh, is going to play that utility role that we had a chat about in the preseason. Um, many of us saying that we probably wouldn't have him in the top 17. But he is wearing the number 14 this week. And it uh, be interesting to see how much he features. Um, I really like the centers pairing. Moses Suli and Jack Loma, uh, Zach Lomax, I should say. Uh, they're going to be in the centres. Ben Hunt is back from um, that broken arm that wiped him out of the final five games of last season and has shown some good trial form. Um, Josh Maguire, he's still out until round
1: six. He's out for a while, yeah.
0: Fui Mayano also out until round yeah. six for that hip uh, drop on Hayes Dunster.
1: Tell you what, Fui Maiano will be sitting at home thinking, you know, i got i got however many weeks i got and luke thompson gets a fine for something that wasn't too dissimilar yep um just no
0: consistency
1: not at all no. uh, I, i'm trying to think of fumiano who, who his victim was oh of course that. don't out yep. for the season yeah yep. acl yeah i had no problem well with with the suspension for but yeah, i got a big problem with the Thompson non-suspension. Um, on this game, Graham, uh, yeah, again, this is one, this is a tough one to pick. Um, being played up at the the home of the Warriors for 22, which is Sunshine Coast Stadium. Or, um, they're playing there, and I think at, at, uh, at the Dolphins Stadium, possibly as well. Um, so they're the new zealand warriors in name only really they, they probably should call them the australian warriors because uh, they've been here for a few years and a lot of their team are aussies um
0: yeah it's been a while since they've played in new zealand hasn't oh, it? a yeah, yeah. long
1: time yeah big there were big plans i think the plan was they're going to play the penrith game it was going to be the first one but that's been canned it's unlikely the right. they'll play in new zealand this year um Nathan Brown was, was famous once for slapping Trent Barrett in the face and I'm, I'm wondering whether DWZ feels he's copped a slap in the face uh, by having Chanel Harris-Tavita yeah, and, uh, the fullback. Um, well, they're making DW- a point
0: that DWZ's
1: a winger. Yeah. Um, he's always fancied himself as a fullback and essentially left Penrith because, you know, he thought that was where he should be playing and, and anyway I mean that's a long time ago now um, he played some fullback at, at the Bulldogs again they yep. sort of put him back on the wing and and then likewise with the Warriors but um yeah you look at both teams and you think gee he's a good player he's a good player he's a good player but you just don't know how again as a side they're going to gel um, a lot of changes for the the dragons a lot of new players coming in a lot of players walked out the door um the warriors team uh not too many new players in that 13. um viliami vialia i'm, I'm not i've heard of him but i don't know a lot about him i'm not sure if this is his debut or not but uh, it, it might have played a, a game or two last year. Look, obviously, you mentioned Johnson's back in Warriors Colors. Um, and uh, I thought he was... I thought he... When he was not injured, I thought he was very, very good at the Sharks in a, in a different style of player to when he burst on the scene as a... Uh, you know, a massive stepping, do-anything-individually type player. Now he's... He's got a good, uh, very good kicking game. Uh, he's he, massive on try assists. He's got a good passing game. He's still got the skills. He's just not quite as quick as he used to be. So we don't see the the brilliance that we saw. It was very similar, I think, to Benji Marshall, who had the brilliance early in his career and then became more of a you know uh, a wily, uh, wise older player in, in a different style. Um, Good forwards, warriors. Fenua Blake, uh, Bontia Foa, uh, Aiken. Aiken, who's a former Dragon centre, who who's found a home in the in the forwards now. Uh, Elias Katoa, plenty of potential. Corrin's a good player, and they're bringing off the bench the likes of Tavanga, Murdoch, Masilla, Penny, former Storm player, and uh, Bailey Siren, and so. They really wouldn't want to get an injury in the back line. Uh, But, you know, like I said, they've got the option of you and I can fill spot in the back line if need be. Um, Do I like the look of the side? It's okay. It's okay. It's not a bad looking side. I do like the look of the Dragons 1-7. to Uh, There's a lot of...
0: Sorry, Griffo, I just lost you there. I don't know if you can hear me.
1: Oh, some of my best work. Dude. There's a lot of something you were
0: going to tell us. Uh, just,
1: yeah, I, I was talking about the uh, the the Dragons' backline. Yeah. After I'd sort of uh, talked about the Warriors' uh, bench being a good bench, but not a, a lot of forwards there. Um, so if they get a backline injury, they're probably going to put you and Akin out there as an option. Um, Dragons backline, lots of tries there. Um, they're going to score plenty. Question is, are they going to be able to stop the tries? Um, some of those guys not noted as great defenders. Um, but it's all about who scores the most points. And, and if you score... If your opposition scores 28 and you score 30, you win the game. And that's... That's right. I think it could be one of those Sala games, Graham, which is good to watch. Yeah. Um, Good to watch. Of course, last year, it was the game between the Warriors and the Dragons that led to uh, Barbecue Gate. That's um, right. Where the Warriors lost the unlosable... Um. And, uh the dragons were so excited that they defied um you know the instructions and decided some of them to to party on um and of course uh, it became highly publicized and uh, we saw you know the demise of of paul Vaughan uh he was really well it was at his place he was the instigator but he he caught the the brunt of the punishments lots of players cop the one match ban that was sort of served uh at all different times which I don't think we've seen something like that before um I'm gonna uh I, I really don't know I can't tip with confidence but I just I'm just gonna go with the Dragons um just because of the trial form I think the back line they've got um yeah, it could go either way, though. What do you think? i got the Dragons. Um,
0: it's interesting, as you said, Shano's got the Warriors. Um, this is another one of those that could really go either way. I I think you made a great point there, Griffo, talking about um, some of the uh, the strike in the, the Dragons backline. That's what really gets... Gets me over the line with them. I was really impressed with how they went in the trials because we already knew that that Sloan and Suley and Lomax, uh, even you know Ramsey lower that they're, they're, they're great players. We, with a lot of points in them, I really would love to see um see them work to get Moses Suley one on one with the uh with the the centers at the Warriors. I'd be interested to see who he comes up against, whether it's Berry or um young Val- valia uh, on the uh, in the centers there but um look i th- i think given that ben hunt will be able to to organize and um and, and give them the opportunity to have a little bit of leeway and and show their talent i think uh, the centers for the dragons I, I, I really think they got a lot of points in them and i i, I think that um if the forwards lay the platform, the Dragon should have plenty of points in them. But that's a big question. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that they might not get that opportunity to chime in at the back there because I actually think that... Um, I actually think the Warriors had the stronger forward pack. So I think yeah. a lot of it's going to come... Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of it's going to come down to, to who wins that forward battle. But um, look, if all things... Considered fair up front, I think there's a bit more strike in the back line. So, with very little confidence, I'm tipping the Dragons in this one.
1: We agree.
0: Yeah, Dragons, yep. Okay, so uh, the next game we have in Super Saturday. um, We've got one of the teams that was spoken about as a possible wooden spoon contender against... uh, what some people are talking about as a competition favourite, West Tigers will take on the Melbourne Storm 735 at Combank Stadium in Sydney, which uh, to Rugby League fans, uh, we know it as Parramatta Stadium.
1: For the West Tigers... Paradise, in... they're calling it now. Oh,
0: Paradise. Wondering. Oh, that's, that's a good one, actually. I'll give them that. Yeah, very clever. Um, Jacob Little's going to miss the first... Four weeks of the season after suffering a knee injury. That means Jake Simpson's going to start. We know that James Talmau is going to miss round one. He took the early guilty plea for a dangerous tackle. Um, Dane Laurie is back in action after suffering uh, an ankle injury. I think it was that cut short his 2021 season. Um, Outside backs, we're looking at some changes here. We talked about this in the preview for the Tigers. Oliver Gildart has being given a run in the number four jersey. So he's going to play along James Roberts in the centres. Uh, please keep in mind that the Tigers are going to be without Adam Deweyhe and Tommy Talao until around the middle of the season. Um, that puts uh, Ken, I think, um, Mamalo. Ken Mamalo, he was one of the uh, captains, wasn't he? captains, oh, yep. yeah. And uh, David Nofaluma, he's the other uh, winger,
1: he was a um, club captain in the past or in the leadership group, but he's out now. He's not he's been dumped from the from that role.
0: There we go. So, you know, considering half the team are captains, that's a yeah. that's a fair hit. Um, oh, absolutely. The halves was the other big question mark for them. Jackson Hastings and Luke Brooks, um, you know, with 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 the way he hit out, I don't think there was any other option for them to go there. So Hastings. Uh, coming back. They, they were pretty happy with his trial form uh, from what we were hearing. Ophan Gao is at lock. Toran Peachy is uh, number 14. You'd imagine he'd be a utility role. Um, Sean Bloor out for the season with an ACL injury. That's probably uh, the big big talk around their selection uh, for the forwards. Other than that, uh, it all looks um, fairly standard. Alex Twall n- named at number eight. He's played a lot of back row, but he's going to play uh, front row. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that may change, given uh, that James Tamo, one of their other captains, uh, will be back as early as next week from suspension. Ryan Pappenhausen's going to uh, make his return at fullback. Uh, we know that he uh, had an ankle injury so, um, yeah, great to see the Flying Dutchman at the back for the Storm. Just shows the, uh, the talent they have in the side. Nick Meaney, as you mentioned earlier on, Griffo, he's going to play 5'8 with Cameron Munster suspended this week. He'll only be out for one week, so uh, you'd imagine Munster next week coming back into number six. Um, Cooper Johns, that other player you also mentioned earlier on in the show when we were talking about the Melbourne Depth, He's out with a shoulder injury. We're hearing about round five or six is the likelihood that he may be available for selection. So uh, watch this space. Uh, Josh King starting at lock. Uh, he's a new player in the side and um, the one I'm excited to see in a purple jersey, Xavier Coates. Uh, he'll uh, be on the wing. He's filling the void left by Josh Car. The storm will also be boosted by the availability of Brandon Smith. Uh, we've talked a little bit about that uh, situation. Um, so, Brandon Smith wearing number nine this weekend. I'd imagine he would be number 13 uh, throughout the season, um, given that Harry Grant suspended this week and back next week against Sous. Um, I, I, I think that's, that's where they'll go with that one, but obviously, next week we'll know. Um, Tyron Wishart he's on the bench in number 14 um, so yet another player who we think might play a bit of a utility role uh, they're, they're really impressed with what he did in the trials and um, we also see on the bench Jaden Nicarima and um, Big Nelson Asofa Salomona uh, another regular there making his way onto the bench. Um, it's it's same but different for the Storm here, isn't it, Griffo? There's some changes there and a few players out, but uh, they're welcoming back some um, some familiar faces, particularly the Flying Dutchman. I think uh, he's a massive mm. plus for them this week.
1: That's a big plays. He's still under a cloud. Um, mm.
0: No pun intended.
1: No. <laughs> um, no. Look, the melbourne storm under craig bellamy have never lost in round 1 um it's quite a, an amazing record um and i think it's going to be you know it's going to be under a bit of threat this week uh while you know we've we've sort of said west tigers we do expect them to probably be in the bottom two um and the storm to be you know up near the top two the reality is, the Storm missed missing key players this week, in particular, um, Cameron Monster and Harry Grant, um, and and still you know, Papinell's in uh, under a cloud of of injury. If he doesn't play, well, I really think the West Tigers have got great opportunity in this game to. And I still think they've got an opportunity as it is. Um, but it's hard to tip them because they are the West Tigers and the other teams are Melbourne Storm. Um, I am going to stick with the Storm, but I'm not confident. Um, back line, Papinelles and Jennings, Remus Smith, Olam, Coates, Maney, Hughes. Um Hughes obviously is one of the one of the premium quality halfbacks in the game. Papadels in a great number one, and, and if he's there. Um, Olam, joint DALEM center of the year last year. had a big year. Remus Smith was also quite good. We do expect Colts to score a lot of tries. Uh, yeah, I'll just uh, I'm I'm tipping storm, but I'm just trying to convince myself that that I'm I'm right. Uh, tell you what, if they were playing most other teams this week, I'd be I'd be backing the other team. But mm. um, they're playing a West Tigers side who well, had got pretty good trial form. I'm looking at the new Tigers logo in it. Just, <laughs> I looked very, at it. It's very fast. You know, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking it's like it's a tiger that it's had it's had its two front claws amputated, you know, and it, I think that tiger's going to be hurting. Um, I do give him a chance in this game, but I, I've got to tip the storm, Graham. I think so. you're
0: giving the the tigers a lot more credit than I've, I've considered Really? To give them. Yeah. yeah. I just I, I, I didn't even really think too much about this one. I just went Storm. Um I just even with the players that the Storm have out, they still have just so much talent. I mean in that back line, I know it's a big position in five eight. I think Jerome Hughes at half back will help control um you know, a lot of the game. But if Pappenhausen plays, which we're hearing he will, but, you know, you, you never know. That's not a not a lock. Um, and, and the form we've seen over the, the past couple of years with Justin Olam and I, I just think Xavier Coates, this is the, the type of game where I feel like he's got the potential to score score a hat-trick. I, I, I just really think that this Storm team still has a lot of uh, a strike. It's not as strong as the Storm teams were used to, but um, when when coming up against uh, this Tigers team, I still think they've got enough to get the job done. And um, uh, yet again, Grifo, just to just to touch on the um, the betting odds, I got one betting agency here have the Tigers as uh, four twenty. Really? Yeah. So. Uh, it, it seems as though a lot of people are really keen on the storm, but um, look, if you were going to tip an upset, if there was any week that the Tigers would, would push the Melbourne storm, uh, I'd be this week with those, uh, with those key players missing. But um, yeah, I, I, I right, still, right. I still think they've got enough, but I understand why you're giving them a bit yeah. more credit.
1: I, I, I do give them a chance. Um, they have got some handy attacking weapons, the Tigers. Uh, it, It'd be interesting to see the the Hastings Brooks combination, um, but yeah, like I, I'm tipping the Storm, I, but I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I just really think there's an opportunity here uh, for the West Tigers against quite an understrength Storm side. But anyway, um, Storm for me.
0: Yeah, I'm going Storm too. But um, look, I I hope the Tigers. Um, make, a, make a good game of it and uh, it may not be as clean cut as uh, many are saying but um, yeah I'm going the storm, Shane's got the storm you've got the storm so it's uh, three storms from us at Carpool Rugby League There have been a lot of storms lately There have been a lot of storms lately uh, we had a bit of a reprieve today which was great to see and yet again as we said last week uh, thoughts going out to all uh, that are impacted Absolutely. by the storms because it has been um, yeah, has been definitely uh, horrendous and something that we want to um, want to see stop. And um, on Sunday, what we're going to see is more football at Combank Stadium at Paradise. And this time it will be Parramatta. They're taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, this match will kick off at 4.05. So make sure that um, on Sunday, you're aware that the earliest you will see football is 4.05. Mm-hmm. Um, no 2 o'clock game at this part of the season. Uh, team news. Parramatta. Um, why change a winning combination? Brad Arthur, I think, has got the same 17 here that beat the Panthers in the, um, the trial a couple of weeks back. So um, they're really just going with what worked in the, um, in the trial matches. For the Titans, uh, AJ Brimson... He will partner uh, the Sex Bomb, Toby Sexton, oh, sex in the bomb. halves. Yes. Aaron Clark, um, he is going to be the hooker. Will Clark S- Bomb. Yeah, <laughs> Clark Bomb. <laughs> uh, Aaron, you don't hear that much for a male, do you? Most of the Aarons I know are female. But um, yeah, Aaron Clark uh, playing hooker this week. Uh, will Smith. Uh, he's number 14, so he's going to play the utility role. Some people had against his
1: old side there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, some people were talking about Tenor Boyd um, being in that role, but uh, we've got Will Smith there. Uh, Isaac Liu debuts for the club. Uh, he's going to play up front. He's wearing number eight, uh, and as you'd imagine, uh, Fodawaka is going to be the other prop. Um Wallace is on the reserves. Uh he's one of those players that we know did start last year. So uh, number oh, well, 18 for Jared oh. Wallace. I thought that
1: was Yeah, I would uh, about him in the top. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought that was
1: interesting too. Um I don't know if he's been injured or not, but
0: uh yeah, that's a bit of a watch this space uh, for a team. Look, uh, look the, the Titans, I, I do like their forward pack. We often talk about it. But, um, you know, with Fodawaka now adding Isaac Liu there. We know Fafida um, and uh, Big Tino have been a part of that. Both Firm- Firm is also there in the back row. Proctor on the bench, Lasone. They've they've got a great team. Um, you know, and even some of the players like Herman Sasa, he's, uh he hasn't been able to find his way into this team. He's on the extended bench. Uh, really looking forward to see what um, what Jaden Campbell can do at the back. Uh, but for the Titans, a lot of talk about, you know, A.J. Brimson and Sexton playing in the halves, and then they're coming up against a, a fairly settled Parramatta Eels team. We know that um, they do have some injuries, mainly uh, the ones we've talked about over recent weeks, such as Hayes Dunster. Uh, he's, he's out, and also... Um, Mind blank the other wing uh Mikasivo is the other oh, winger see, oh, yeah, who's, yeah. who's out. So, you know, Russell and Simonson are gonna be on the wings. That's um I think that takes a little bit of a little bit of spark out of that back line. But um look, we've we've we talked about Parramatta being top five, top six team, Gold Coast being a top eight team, should be a good clash.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. There's a lot. Like I think every game is offers something this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to miss one. No. Uh, I'm looking at the teams a bit. I'm, I'm sort of drawn to the Titans' um, new logo. I don't like it. Uh, it looks like a cartoon to me. Um, what, what is it, Grant? Looks like sort of Ned Kelly going wrong. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It's like it
2: a, is. I don't know, it's like it's like
0: a, you know, I, I often wonder if someone was to go to a fancy dress party as uh, as Ned Kelly and their, their, their mum really struggled with the costume that ended up
1: in the Titans yeah. logo. It's got these yellow eyes. It's like light blue on one side and dark blue on the other. Um,
0: I feel like, do you know what, Griffo? I, I don't know this. I feel like they hired the same bloke that did the Tigers logo. It's quite possible. It just has a, uh, has that feel about it. I
1: yeah. don't like either of them. But, look, um, one good thing for the Titans is that um, the logo has no part in, in the performance on the True. field. Um, yeah, and if it did, they'd be struggling, but it doesn't, so... Uh, This is a team that has a ton of attacking ability. Um, I I look forward to watching this game because we know Para they're playing a a brand of football now where they they're using the ball more, spreading the ball early. first game in Paradise for the year you'd think there would be you know if you got half decent weather, they're going to you know get 20,000 plus um because there's great expectations from the Eels uh, the Parramatta Army um when the side's going well they're they're, they're a very well supported team um so that's going to be tough for the Gold Coast uh, in, in enemy territory, but they have got some players that are really going to worry Parramatta uh, ball in hand. And you mentioned David Fafita, he is the most damaging ball runner, running forward in the competition. Big Tino is, is their leader at, at a very young age, but he, he's a, he is a leader a light more foot wake he's got to make ground liu from the you know from the roosters um and and he's displaced jared wallace so he's a very very solid player ball firmer can make a break he's he's forced his way into this side at the expense of uh, the more experienced kevin proctor um I think they're really going to challenge Paris. Jaden Campbell, I didn't mention it. Brian Kelly, these guys are, are, are line breakers. They're try scorers Patrick Herbert, you know, we had that unfortunate uh, incident at the end of the season where, you know, if he had his time again, he might have done a couple of things differently, but, but he was having a strong game up to that point. Corey Thompson is a guy who never lets you down. Um, Sam is a, a state of origin player The, the big question mark over the, the Titans is the spine and the, the lack of experience there um, We haven't talked too much about the fact that we all, we've always known AJ or Alexander Brimson um, as a fullback um, but with with Jaden Campbell now being there, I, I don't know if this is AJ's first game at at six. Um, but he did apparently play a lot of his junior football in the in the position, so it's not as foreign to him as as maybe I you know I'm thinking. Um, the combination with the sex bomb is going to be crucial to the Titans' success, or otherwise. Um, but I've got it at home. I've I've got a tip Parramatta. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans get up. But I just think after what I saw of Parramatta in the trial against Penrith, they look stronger in attack. Um, they've got that very strong pack of forwards, who uh, with Campbell Gillard and Paul, they make ground. When those guys go off the field, they've got uh, Makatoa who's come into the NRL at, at, at an older age, but uh, he's he's quite a good player. Interesting uh, guys that haven't made the bench there, Nathan Brown and Bryce Cart, right? Um, you've got Ray Stone there and, yeah. uh, and Jake Arthur. So whether that ends up being... What power run with? I'd be surprised if if either of those guys don't make way for a right or a Nathan Brown.
0: Um I'd imagine Nathan Brown's in their top seventeen.
1: Well, he would be. I don't know if he's been under an injury cloud or not, but I'd, mm. I'd be surprised if if that's how the bench lines up. Um, but with Parramatta, their their biggest strength is their forward pack. Up against the Gold Coast, who've all still got a very strong forward pack. I really look look forward to that. Um, both teams, both teams, uh, a chance in this game, but I've, I've I've got to lean with the home side, um, and that's who I'll run with, Graham.
0: Yeah, you, I'm, I'm going with Parramatta in this one, but um, yeah, like you said, I. I I expect Parramatta to win, but I also expect the, the Titans to have a great day out. I think they'll um they'll show some real form. And I think even if they don't win this game, we'll get a fair insight into um into their credentials as a top eight team. These are the type of games where you know their um their stock as a top eight team will take a fair hit if Parramatta dust them up. But I can't see that happening. I, I've got yeah, Parramatta. I don't think so either. Yeah, i I'll got Parramatta, but it's... Um,
1: I think both teams score a lot
0: of points. Yeah, I think this is going to be it's a great, great game to watch. There's some entertaining football. There's no duds this yep. week. And even the games where there might be teams that are, um, say, lower on the ladder, they've, um, they're, they're, they're evenly matched. And I think we learn something from every game this week. And um, I think um, the only thing for Parramatta, as I said... Um, It'll be interesting to see how Russell and Simonson uh, fit into this back line. Uh, I think Sean sure Russell's a good sure. winger. Um, yeah.
1: He's come, He's a junior. He's come through their system um, with uh, young Arthur. I think they've played a lot of junior football together. Yeah. Uh, both products, I think, of uh, Patricia Bill's Blacktown as well. I know... Um, um, Jake Arthur was, and I think Sean Russell might have been as well. Um, and I think they're out to them. It might be the, the Ralph's Hill Rhinos, possibly, um, yep. the Junior Rugby League club. Correct. So, um, yeah, it's good to see uh, the club is bringing through some of their juniors. They have copped a little bit of criticism uh, for, you know, for, they've got a big Junior Rugby League and just a lot of their... They just haven't brought a lot of them through. Uh, Pennissini, I think, is another yeah. junior who's come through the system, um, but also via King's uh, King's School, um, and, a, and a contemporary of, of Joe Sawali. Yeah, that we know. Penessini, look, he's, he's to me, he's a clone of Michael Jennings. He, everything about him to me looks like Michael Jennings. Uh, his shape, the way he moves. Um, and if he can have a career as good as uh, as Michael Jennings without a few of the controversies that have taken place, uh, then, it, then it'll be a very good career for Will Pennacini. And he's the future of, of this club. Um, Will, and I think he's gonna have a, have a great year this year.
0: Yeah, some positive signs there for Para. Um, I'm tipping Para. You've got Para Shano's tipping Para too in this one. Okay, final game of the round. We'll see the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, they're going to be at home at Country Bank Stadium in... Uh, so Queensland Country Bank Stadium, I think is the official name. It's a, uh, lot to, it's a lot to say, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, they, they must have a fair bit of money in the bank there. Uh, at Queensland Country Bank Stadium... Uh, Up there in Townsville, this match is going to happen at 6.15pm on Sunday evening. Uh, This, uh, as we said, this is the team that we're talking about as possible um, Wooden Spoon contenders. Uh, And there's a bit of team news to talk about as well. Uh, The the main bit of news for me is that Tom Dearden has beaten Scott Drinkwater to the number six jersey. Graham, Uh, I only
1: just saw that and I, I can't believe it.
0: Yeah, I was very surprised as well. Uh, drink water, number 19. So uh, if they run out 1-17, to 17, he will not play this week at all, which I thought was um, was interesting. Um, they've also got a condon on the bench as well, uh, uh, on the uh, well, reserves.
1: They'll be protected. So, yeah. so the, oh, he's the, on the reserves. Reserves,
0: I should say, yeah, the reserves bench. Uh, so he's uh, he's not taking uh, any part, so he's more... Um, yeah, protecting the bit
1: protection.
0: Yeah, protecting the reserves there. Uh, one bloke yeah. who is back is Jason Tamalolo. Uh, he's going to be playing at lock in, um, yeah. What is really his uh, his jersey, and he has made that his jersey for for many years. Um, we know he's got that long term contract there. Um, Griffin Neme has been named on the bench as well. It'll Only be his fourth game in the NRL. Um, Jermaine Tanua Brown. He's actually uh, got the nod for a starting spot ahead of Jordan McLean. So he's going to be wearing the number eight McLean on the bench. And uh, Ruben Cotter will be um, on the bench as well in a utility role. Uh, Some people had suggested that maybe Jake Granville wasn't looking for that. But as uh, many would expect, uh, Ruben Cotter wearing the number 14 this
1: week. Uh, Welcome back, Ruben.
0: Yes, welcome back, Cotter. Um... For the Bulldogs, gee, here's a list of uh, recruits that are playing this week. Let's make sure I get everyone. Matt Dufty, Josh Adokar, Brent Naden, Matt Burton, Paul Vaughan, Davida Pengai Jr., Max King, Braden Burns, all making their NRL club debut. So Burns has actually got the um, the nod ahead of Aaron Shoop in this oh, team. Shoop Dog's gone. Which is, um, which is interesting. Um, and with all the shuffle there, Jaden Ockambor will play on the wing. So they've got Dufty, Ockambor, Burns, Naden, Adokar, Burton, Avarillo. Uh, that was one of those things we talked about quite a bit in the off-season in our preview as to how that back line will line up. Um, so yeah, Shoopy-doop, shoot uh, not there. Oh, Um Marshall King at Hooker and um Yeah, so look a lot of a lot of players there, a lot of new faces. This is really a new side. I mean, we can't really go off anything last year with Canterbury. They won three games, it's a totally different side. Um they've really got an opportunity this week to show that these new superstars that are coming into the team can make a difference and start to return Canterbury-Bankstown back to their former glory.
1: Yeah. I know Shainel's not with us, but, you know, I've been talking about I'm looking forward to this game, I'm looking forward to that game. You know, Graham, I'm not looking forward to this game. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, actually, I don't know if I can call a port game of the week. Uh, but this, but
0: uh, uh, even if... I'll be honest with you, I'm actually looking forward to it, because I think we're going to learn a lot. I really want to see, I know we saw a lot of them in the trials, but I want to see um, these new blokes at Canterbury, uh, see, see how they all go playing,
2: um, playing in an NRL match. Yeah. Um, no, I understand that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, lucky. <laughs> I was going to say, lucky we're almost three hours in and Most people say, it now because now. Cause it's quite late now. But You've lost um, your patience as we record this at quarter past ten oh, on man. Wednesday. I,
1: <laughs> I think uh, both these teams, they're going to be in the bottom half of the, the NRL. Um, it's good to see uh, Yoko Ono's getting a start on the bench there. Yes. Um, there's a new player there I've never heard of, uh, Chris Petolo. Um, I assume he's making his, I've never heard of him. Um, but I don't know if he's a forward, a back or, I know Max King and Corey Waddell are forwards. Um, Yoko Ono can sort of play hooker or halves. Um, but Petolo, I'm not, not quite sure of, uh, Yeah, I'm still trying to get over drink water and not making the 17. Uh, He must have turned up to training late or something, surely. He's got me in in, in the best 17 of what is not a great squad. Um, Gee, I don't know who to tip Graham. Um, (laughs) I've I've tipped the Cowboys to win the spoon, so... If you go on that, I probably should tick the Bulldogs to win this game, but this is their first game in the NRL with so many, as you mentioned, just so many new players. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, I like the hammer at one for, for the Cowboys. Then you look at the, the three-quarter line of Phelps, Holmes, Hiku. Towlongi. I'm not convinced that that's fantastic. Um, a number of those guys, well, most of them actually have, have played at a high level of representative football. Dearden and Townsend. Wow, um, a lot of money invested in those two, and uh, and coach Peyton, who you know he's. Uh, what i will say about todd payton is he uh, he sort of goes with what he believes i don't think he's right often but i guess the proof is in the pudding um jermaine tenua brown makes his club debut coming over from the warriors uh, the balloon is in 11 after signing that new contract with uh, jeremiah nanai at 12 uh, a very up uh, so those two guys both young guys and big futures uh, ahead of them so the cowboys pack is is not a bad one uh with cohen hess up front as well and then tal malolo uh, and the bulldogs pack as you look at it again it, a lot of name players there thompson mm. uh, is a is a great britain representative paul vaughan has played uh, four the kangaroos, I believe, as well as uh, New South Wales. Uh, Panga Jr. is. And he uh... cooks
0: a main snag as well. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so uh, I don't know if that's allowed, whether the Bulldogs want him to do that or not. But um, I think he can now anyway, uh, unless the, the players have still got different protocols to the rest of society. Um, the big one for me is is uh, Panga Junior, and how mm. he uh, how he goes about it. You look at the likes of Panga Junior, Jack Hetherington, and Luke Thompson in the same team. Um, Sports Bet or any other agency got a price on, uh, you know, what price at least one of those goes to the bin at some stage, um, <laughs> yeah. or, or is on report like you'd have to think it's odds-on, really, wouldn't it be? But One of those guys is going to be on report or go to the Simbin. Pangar Junior, devastating at his best, devastating. Um, But he's got to keep a lid on that aggression. Mark Burton in his first uh, first NRL game for the Bulldogs, crucial to the winning of this game for this team. Um, They've, you know car he's, he's. I still think he's the best winger in the game. Burns and Naden both came through the Penrith system. Um, I think both came from Western New South Wales. Um, both Indigenous boys. So a lot of uh, parallels there. Both of them are very good attacking players. I'm not convinced about their defensive capabilities. Um, both those guys, but particularly Brent Naden in the centres. Um, Whether the, the 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 Cowboys can can pick them apart, we'll we'll find out. Uh, I'm not convinced Jade Nakamba is an NRL player. I mean, he is because he's played NRL, but
3: mm.
1: I don't know that he's the best option. Um, you know I'd be more tempted maybe to go with the shoot dog at center and need another week but yeah that's just uh, me and I think
0: that's what we were talking about in the um in the preseason uh that was yeah that that was the way we went and I was as, I, I was actually surprised I actually thought um they might go shoot in the centers and Burns might have to work his way into the side it's um
1: yeah anyway Look, yeah. they've
0: seen them train. Uh, yeah, that's right. Out. That's they exactly know them right, So.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. Dufty at fullback, um, big year. I think he's only on a one-year contract as well as as Paul Vaughn. Uh, sort of, you know, we'll give you a lifeline and, and see if uh, see how it goes. Um gee, uh, Cowboys are the home team.
0: A tough one, isn't it?
1: No drink water. Uh, uh I, I did hear that apparently he had the highest number of missed tackles last year. Um, Scott water but gee, he's got some attack in him. Um, oh gosh, who do you tip, Graham? Uh, I'll, let, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm going bulldogs
0: little confidence. I'm just hoping that the hype of the new, um, the new, uh, you know, personnel in the, uh, in the side might get them over the line. So yeah, I mean that, that I think for me is going to be enough, but this, this is really hard to tip round one. I mean, if this game was happening in a couple of weeks, we could give a bit more of an informed opinion, but just going off trial form is so difficult to do, but I, I just think that given the Bulldogs, if if they're going to be anywhere near achieving what they hope to achieve this year, these are the games they win. Oh, they um, have to win this. Yeah. They have to win it. It's a must um, win round one. Because we I mean.
1: talked about their difficult draw early in the season. Yeah. Um if they're all in one here, uh it could be uh it could get grim, but there's something just telling me to stick with the home team here i don't know why cuz i i really I don't like the cowboys as a as a upper league team but um i don't know I'm just, i just
0: shino's uh, shano has got the dogs as well
1: is that right yeah. yeah um i think the bulldogs have got the better
0: players overall Sportsbet have the Cowboys as favourites, dollar right. to dollar ninety five. Not much in it, but it's very slight. No, it's a, yeah, I'd it's, it's a, 50-50. fifty. I'd say it's fifty fifty, and they've knocked ten cents off for home ground advantage.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm really surprised to see Townsend and Did mm. both there. Um,
0: it's more so they've uh, chosen based on what they're paying rather than yeah, who they want to pick. I think they're just trying to get their value for money. To if you ask me.
1: Yeah. yeah, yep. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm I'm swaying. You're almost swaying me over to the Bulldogs. <laughs> I just I I think there's a big question mark about Avarillo at halfback. I th- more of a yep. running player. Um,
0: That's true. Who's going to
1: organise this team? Well, it has to be Matt Burton, really, doesn't it? Yeah, gosh. And um, does
0: that take away from what he does best, which is play what's so. in front of him?
1: I do think so. Um, massive pressure on, on this team if they don't perform in this game. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to go Cowboys. Uh, not with any confidence. and I, I, I can't say too many times this year I'm going to tip Cowboys. And I'll probably regret it, but I just, I'm just i going to stick with the Cowboys, yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's something we're going to say throughout the year. I'm tipping the Cowboys, even though I'll probably regret it. Yeah. All uh, right, Griffo going the, I, the Cowboys. I don't think I'm going to
1: say it too often, but...
0: And, and that's what I said, too. We're going to learn something from this game, and uh, if anything, it's going to be a tight one. So, uh, yeah, we're a bit split on this one. Um, I'm going dogs, Griffo going Cowboys.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, Griffo, that's uh, round one previewed. So uh,
1: massive week one. ahead.
0: It has been a very been big, big one.
1: I've learned something tonight, Graham. Um, <laughs> if ever I go to the United States of America, I think I'm going to bypass Nelson County um, because uh, uh, wherever you know, there's a wild turkey, and that's what I started with tonight, um, with a bit of honey, wild turkey honey, lovely i went to nelson county not so lovely um, no. so i don't i don't know if they're gonna come on board as a sponsor after you know saying that but
0: uh, we're, we're not yeah, endorsing not, the uh the nelson county oh
1: no, no i mean not after you've had some quality before i guess if you started with the nelson county it might be a bit different But
0: i suppose that's uh, like uh like watching uh you know the Roosters play, and then and then finding out that the next thing you got to have a look at is the Cowboys. So
1: something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, well, Tons, um, County.
0: Well, uh, well. Good luck next week with your choice of uh, of, of beverage during the podcast, Griffo. Yeah. Um, also, good luck with your tips this week. The uh, Carpool Rugby League Tipping Comp will be underway tomorrow night. As I said, we are recording this. We are just getting towards ten thirty on Wednesday night. Uh, this will be up very shortly, this, so I'm hoping a lot of you... We should be on overtime. <laughs> <Yeah>. overtime. <laughs> we get paid by the hour. <laughs> Obviously not, that's why Shade pisses off. <laughs> 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 all right, so, um, yeah, plenty to look forward to this week. Should be a belter, and uh, we really appreciate you joining us.
1: Thanks very much, listeners, and, uh, yeah, get into our uh, tipping pop. Yeah, very
0: all the details video. on Facebook, so... Facebook. Jump on board. Good luck with your tips. Have a good week. Enjoy the trip.